comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The PKD Black Box is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. This is the PKD Black Box, episode 67. Welcome back to the PKD Black Box. I'm your host, Sean Pryor. Before we get to today's episode, there are a couple things I want to talk to you about. First and foremost, uh, Action Lab Entertainment um, has uh, made some headlines uh, with our latest book, Princeless, which by the time this episode is released, should be in comic book stores um, and also in the digital market. Uh, Princeless is a four-issue limited series that we've been working on for a while. It's, been, it's written by Jeremy Whitley with art by M. Goodwin. And it recently was uh, mentioned in com- on the comic book resources site in the She Has No Head column, uh, written by Kelly Thompson. She listed Princeless as one of the eight great new female positive ongoing series that you should be reading. We are really, really excited about that. And, and me, you know, helping to run Action Lab and stuff like that, this is a really big deal. Uh, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, you're an independent publisher, you're trying to make your mark out there and, you know, you're trying to prove to people you can make books just as good as the other people do and the other publishers do. And to get this type of notoriety for Princeless is awesome. I think it's great. And, you know, we hope that we can do that with other books in the future as well. So just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to Kelly Thompson for writing us up in the top eight great new female positive ongoing series. Our book is there with books from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and Abstract Studios. So it's a really, really big deal to me, and it's a really big deal to everybody at Action Lab Entertainment. So just wanted to say thank you, and thank you to everybody at Action Lab for working so hard, and thank you uh, who follow Action Lab and read our comics and stuff like that. Really do appreciate it. Now, back on the PKD side of things, uh, recently I was a special guest on the Loika Mania podcast, episode 62.1, if I'm not mistaken, where Pat Loika and I talk about the uh, recent layoffs at Marvel Comics. And I also made a special appearance on the Boku Pop podcast a couple weeks ago, episode 31. They were wrapping up their uh, Halloween month-themed episodes, so I was a guest on that along with Sean Lightsley. So it was a really good time. Had a really had a bunch of fun on the podcast. Want to thank Tressa Bowling and uh, Justin Stewart of Boku Pop for letting myself and the other Sean uh, chill out on that show and have a good time. And a shout out to Pat Loika for um, allowing me to be a part of the special episode of the Loika Mania podcast. Now, before we get into this week's episode, I need to throw a disclaimer out there uh, to all of our listeners and fans of the show. This could possibly be one of the most jacked up episodes of the PKD Black Box you will ever hear in the history of this podcast. Um, I, I really can't explain the levels of nonsensory, if that's even a word, um, well, nonsensical is a better word, 
this is just a trifling ass episode. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Uh, what happened was, was originally myself, along with Candace Flem of the Awkward Embraces web series and Daryl Taylor, we were all going to come back together again after having the highest rated PKD Black Box episode in PKD Black Box history, episode 55, if you haven't listened to it. We were going to come back and talk about The Empire Strikes Back and talk about some other pop culture stuff and just have a good time. Didn't really happen, and you'll see why. But as a result of that, I still wanted this to come out. It's just taking me a very long time to edit. Uh, we recorded this episode probably about eh, two months ago, and it's taking me that long to edit this son of a bitch. Now, within this podcast, there will also be commentary. So you're listening to you're going to be listening to a podcast that also has built in built in commentary as well. When you hear me say the word pause, that's when I will insert my commentary as to the situation that's happening within the podcast. And then when I say continue, the podcast will resume again. So I hope you enjoy this episode for what it's worth. I am throwing the disclaimer out out there that this episode is a complete and utter hot ass mess, but take it for what it's worth. And now our feature presentation. God, we All need right. we need our own show. I know, I know. It, yes, we do, we do. I, I, you know, next time I won't invite him. Okay, awesome. Okay, fine. <laughs> like that. He will have no one to go to attack for an hour. Oh, we can still It'll attack. We can so still hard. attack you, son. We can still we, attack you. Yeah, it's actually easier to attack you when you're not there. So yes, that is a PKD thing now. I see. So <laughs> oh, go ahead. Lord. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Let's go. Shush, shush, boy. All right, here we go. Here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm on the line right now with uh, someone that you've heard on this podcast before. Um, She. Oh, I know you just did not. You did not just. During my intro. What is wrong with you? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) You're such a trifling ass. Okay. All right. Here we go again. Here we go again. All right. On the line right now is um, Candace Flem. You remember Candace from the highest rated episode in PKD Black Box history. Candace and Daryl. Ho- I swear to God. I swear to God. All right. Pause. Now, that little segment that you just heard right there, there was probably like another 15, 20 minutes before even that even started, before we were actually able to record because Daryl was acting a complete nerd fool. So I knew from the moment this podcast recording had started, this was not going to be an easy job, but I was going to stay positive, even though I kind of already went off already because my temperament was already at an all time high. I said, you know what? We're going to make this work. Daryl might might be trouble. I love him. He might be trouble, but we're going to try to record this podcast because we got Candace on the show and she's one of my favorite guests. So we're going to give it a go and we keep trying to move on continue 
you know what? You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and just get things started. On the on the line is Candace Flem. Candace Flem is from the highest rated episode of Peak in PKD Black Box history. Candace and Daryl hijack Airwolf. Candace is also a star writer and pro- is, are you also a producer of Aqua Basis? I was during the first season associate producer. Yes, I was. All right. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I gave you all the props that you deserve. Thank um, you. T- talented person extraordinaire, ladies and gentlemen, Candace Flem. Hi, America. <laughs> How you doing, Candace? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for, for coming back to the PKD Black Box. No problem. I'm so glad that I was invited back and that I have you as a buffer between Daryl. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate that. So, so thank you. And also on the line, he is the man of a million podcasts. Sometimes he can be a great friend. Other times he can be a pain in the ass. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only spaghetti loving, songify using Daryl Taylor. Daryl, how you doing, sir? I'm fine, but uh, you forgot some things in my introduction. I'm not only am I part of the the, good, the highest rated episode of PKD Media. I'm also a recording artist. I am a scholar. I I believe in, in learning from the world and giving back to the people that have gave to me. Pause. It's pretty fucking evident and clear that Daryl is just going to show out this whole episode. Yet, I, I hope for the best, but he's pretty much going to show out. And I expect the train to fall off the track at any moment. But yet, I still think we can do this and talk about The Empire Strikes Back. Continue. You know, I what, thought this was supposed to be a truthful and sane <laughs> podcast. I believe uh, I came from humble beginnings. You, and you know, Daryl, clawed my way to the top. Daryl, Daryl, huh? huh? Stop it! Stop what? it! I need you to stop it. I, 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 uh, once again, I need you to drink that bottle. <laughs> act right, and so we can get this going. Right, please. Well, what we really need to do is we need to discuss the the rift that is that is. There is no rift. The rift that has been. Uh, between us um me and sean we were close we were bonded brothers but a travesty was uh was perpetrated on the show on an earlier show against me and my character um (laughs) i wanted disgust because i i don't want division between us i want unity daryl there is no division you have bad taste in movies son now i don't I don't want to get into the horrible things that were perpetrated, the lies, the innuendo. No, come on, Cletus. Yeah, come go, on, go Cletus. ahead. Yeah, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Get it out. Get it out your but system. I, get it out your I system. Go ahead. Say there were many, many uh, uh, perpetrators of this crime that Look. was done. Uh, on this day, you know what you talking so slow. Let me go ahead and help you out. What, what you what you mean to say is is that during the episode of the PKD Black Box that had Joey Alessio, Alec Berry, and Julian Lytle during Matinee Idols Month, we all said that perpetrators of crime. We all okay. said that you had bad taste in movies, and I let them go ahead and say it because you want to know why? Because it's pretty much true. Okay, yeah. there we go. It's another, done. Another perpetrator. It, uh, you know. <sighs> mm-mm. In the world I'm, I'm going to finish ever- this. I'm going to finish this. I need you to hush. Pause. 
go back to episode 63 of the PKD Black Box to check out what we said about Daryl as far as his bad taste in movies go, because it is all true. I, I need to make that clear. And as you can tell, I've pretty much just thrown off the gloves and just said, fuck it, because I've lost my temper because I've gotten loud already. Probably four times already. I've lost track. I've honestly completely lost track. But yet, I'm still positive enough to believe we can make this podcast happen. For now. Continue. I'm, I'm going to finish this. I am going to finish oh, oh, this right I'm now. Sorry. This is your sh- it's going to be like that. This, okay. th- this isn't no apologies. You want a PKD sorry. black box. Okay, see, sorry. not only that, not only that, you trying to get my ire up with Candace here, see? And Candace is gracious enough to spend her time to come on this show for us to round table together and talk and have a good time. And you going to act up. I just flew That's in right. from Paris. Or was I in London? You don't know where you at. You you don't know where you at right now. I'm always, you know, I'm a man of the people. So I I'm a very important person and I don't have time for your games, Daryl. I'm a big deal in in uh Botswana. Okay, okay. They, they really love my work there. Okay. Um, if if you go back and listen to the uh, Nothing's On podcast hosted by Daryl Taylor and Donnie Salvo, there was an episode <laughs> that had Candace on it, and Daryl got out on me a few times and, and told a bunch of lies. Whereas yeah. lies or factual truths that you don't want to admit to the people. No, 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 no. See, you lie and and call me Captain Correction. I'm just trying to help you because you Captain mispronounce Correction. You mispronounce more names, yeah. producers directors actors <laughs> actresses television shows than anybody else i know and i and i and, and i say these things because i love you and i want you to do well in Listen, this world if they were important i would know the, how to say their name you still don't know important. how to say mariska hardigay and i just said it and you still don't know how to say it if she was important i would remember she it. is important don't you don't you dare disrespect mariska hardigay it means more to the world, even if to me to just try to say your name, than than for someone else to get it right. Okay, it you know matter. what? This conversation's over. We're going to the to the meat of the meat of the the meat of today's episode. Okay, fine. Don't be like that. It's gonna be it, one of those shows. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those shows because you're gonna drink some act right. As I spoke to Maya Angelou last last week, and I told her about these problems that I've had with you. You did not speak to issues. Maya. Angelou. She said to me. She said. You have to, you know, just forgive those who trespass on you. You know what? If you spoke to my Angelou, if you spoke, if you spoke to my Angelou last week, I went to Target with Cornell West and we bought some DVDs. All right, you know which I get because he loves the uh, the Bad Boys movie. Shut up! Just 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 shut up. We going we going to talk. Look, we are here for a reason today. We are here for for a reason today. During the this tragedy to 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 unify. Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. I need you seriously. I need you to act right right now because we don't have a lot of time. Okay, fine. Go. Let's do this. All all right. We are here. We are here because during the Candace and Daryl hijack Airwolf episode, uh, Candace had mentioned that she wanted to talk about The Empire Strikes Back. And one of our favorite movies of the of the 80s, uh, the uh, the second uh, Star Wars, the second Star Wars, the second movie in the original trilogy. And I said we would do that. We would do that. And that's what we're going to do today. And we're not just going to talk about the movie itself because people on other podcasts have talked about this film until they're blue in the face. What we're going to do, we're going to talk about all the things that surrounded us 
um, during the period of time that, that during the period of time that the Empire Strikes Back came out, um, as well as the movie itself. Basically, just have have some fun with this and uh, and other things. We're gonna talk about some other stuff today too, but um, but no, like like uh, Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980. And um, and I was I was a youngin. Candace was a youngin. Daryl was like twenty five. And um, yo, I was running things in in the in the hood. Yeah, you know, I, was, I know so, you you was running that cartel in kindergarten. I yeah, know. we were having the quarter water wars, I, and uh, you were not I having won, quarter water wars. Um, it was a serious thing that we got through. We got through that, okay. and I made sure I was holding the first grade. Down. Okay, I, I need you to stop now. I need you to stop. Okay, fine. Okay, stop. go ahead. But go ahead. um. Yeah. You know, when the movie was actually released, I was 26 days old. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now I feel old. <laughs> I was quite a hundred a couple of days old myself. No, you weren't, boy. You I was young. I, I, was, I was five. Actually, I was, you were five? I, okay. I, I take that back. No, I was four. When that film came out, I was six. I, was, I think I, I was four. I hadn't my fifth my fifth birthday hadn't come around just yet. But I, Ele- I was eleven. I think no, I was Daryl. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking back. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was four years old when uh, when Empire came out. Um, but I just rem- but you were you you were only you were youngest. So okay, when was the when was the first time that you saw Candace? When was the first time that you um. saw Empire Strikes Back? Gosh, I don't know. I would say I was probably like I had to be six or seven. I don't know. I because I definitely remember, you know, watching Star Wars and then Empire and then Return of the Jedi was actually my favorite when I was younger. But now I realize that Empire is the best film in the in the entire series. And all of the best stuff happens mm-hmm. in that one. I think I was probably six or seven. I used to watch it with my brother and he had a a Star Wars sleeping bag at the time and it had C three PO and R two D two on it and it had like a like a blue and silver background and he also had it was a Darth Vader toy kit it was like the case was Darth Vader's like helmet and you open it up and there's action figures inside of it and I always used to play with Wedge Antilles because I li- <laughs> I liked his little his little orange jumpsuit and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. See, I, that was the Darth Vader collector's case, which I, which I still have. You still have it? Oh my gosh! Yes, I, I still have it, and I still have a few figures, not as many as I used to have. I'm salty at myself because as a, during my teenage years, you know, you just trade things, and I traded a, a bunch of Star Wars figures for, for for like baseball cards. Oh, stupid! Yes, oh, it's completely what's stupid. wrong with you. <laughs> well, at the time, those baseball cards were worth money, which I ended up selling and then buying comic books with baseball cards. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, hey, hey, man, I, I, I bartered a lot okay. during during my childhood. Um, but if you had sold them quarter waters on the corner for me, son, you would have got so much money, you'd have been able to buy that. You stuff know what? You, your mama left you in the house. I really just don't. I no, stop, please, please stop, please. <laughs> I'm just so, so I'm, I'm going back to Candace. I'm gonna to come to you, Daryl. But right now, I'm talking to Candace. So, but um, okay. But now, so you didn't originally see Empire Strikes Back in the movie theaters. You saw it at home on VHS tape. You know, yes, I can just honestly say, sadly, the only Star Wars films I've seen in a theater are the new trilogy. So you never. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I did go and see every single one of those. I didn't wait in line because I've never been that type of person, but. I did see every single one of those in the theater because it was like my only chance since I was so young when like I wasn't alive when the first one came out 
And then when the other two came out, I was still very young because Jedi came out in '83, so I was only three. Let's see. So you never, so you never saw the special edition um, Star Wars films either. I don't want to. Like, I I don't even have them on DVD because what I have is the trilogy on VHS, and it's perfect. And I don't want to ruin that. So I'm so conflicted because I feel like I'm just going to have to just buy the special edition ones because that's all you can get right now. Mm-hmm. But it just really hurts my heart. I don't like that they changed the ending of Jedi with the Anakin Skywalker ghost at the end. Oh, yeah. And Puffy's in it. And he's singing in the background. Puffy is not in it. And he's not singing in the... (laughs) Tupac is in the back. You are... Daryl, you are pushing it right now. You (laughs) are really... You're really pushing it right The force is with me, baby, baby. You are extremely pushing it. Please stop. Please. Oh, God. You know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to move. The Ewokness, the correctness. Daryl. The correctness. Daryl, pause. Did you ever have one of those moments in your life where you thought you really had something that was a good idea at the beginning, and then when it finally came together, it just ended up turning out to be just... Well, pretty much, you understand what the fuck I'm getting to right now. Daryl, at this point, is now beyond out of control, is beyond hijacking. You know that movie with Denzel Washington and new, and new Captain Kirk, Chris Pine? That that movie with the train that's just, like, taking over and is about to go through a whole city and just wreck shop? That is what this podcast has officially become as of right now. It's It, it can't get any worse, right? Can it? Well, I tell you what, keep listening. You'll see. Continue. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Come back with it. Come back. In your childhood, how are things for you when you watched Empire as a child? Who are you talking to? Daryl, I'm talking to you. Who else oh. am I fucking talking to? Who? Oh, okay, okay. Four score and seven years ago. I was born when I was born under what did I uh, the modest means. I um I saw the commercial for the Star Wars. And I said to myself, one day I'm going to rise above this and I'm going to see that movie and I'm going to be a mega, mega mogul and I'm going to just rule the world with my greatness and entertain. And that's what happened. I have never hung my head so low and shaken it so hard. I know. Same here. Same, um, same here. I, I'm th- right now I'm thoroughly disgusted. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly. You asked me a question. No, I asked you about Empire Strikes Back when you watched it as a kid. You know, like you know what you know. Oh, what were your uh, thoughts I, of it? That's what. I, that's why I'm asking you. You know, what were your thoughts of it? What were you doing as a child during that period of time? Candace told us when she was a kid because she did not see it in the movie theater. She saw it with her brother on the VHS tape, and he had the Star Wars Darth Vader case and and the sleeping and the sleeping bag. And you sitting here talking about Rise Up. Um, what the fuck you? talking about okay well I left help work. help me okay I, help I left, me i left work and i went to the movies to see it i remember my little young what was i five or six you left work yeah i, what? I was working back then it, he, he, we don't want to get into that we want to stick yeah with we the, don't we, we really don't so I remember we waited online till they knew I was there. Then they held the seat for me, VIP pass. <laughs> um, oh, and it very, was back then. VIP when, for you stands for very insane person. Yes. Whatever gets me to the front of the line. Anyway, um, 
I remember just being so excited to see what was going to happen because you didn't really get a lot of information. You know, it was no internet for you to be checking for spoilers and all that kind of stuff. So it was. I just remember being so excited, trying to figure out what is going to happen, where, you know, who is going to be there, and and who they have to face. And and I remember when the music came up and the words started scrolling, and just the excitement that you would get just reading the the little history of, you know, what what's been going on, and it was just. And then the, the snow. And you see the this the it was just so great. I just remember just being so excited with the other all the other kids and and it was just something that you don't get anymore. You know, you don't you don't see that anymore because kids get to see everything before it comes out in the movies. There is no surprise. No, yeah, anymore. That, that is very true. There there is um, hardly um, any type of surprise. No, you you're, you're right. You're right on that. Well, because. The way technology works nowadays with the internet, we can literally know everything about a movie, TV show, or even a person, and it would, you know, at, at a drop of a dime. Um, yeah. You know, at, at a drop of a dime. So it does like take the effect away, or you could just not look at the stuff, then go enjoy the movie for for what it is. I remember well, in school, you wouldn't do that. I mean, in school, every information you get. You, you, you have to tell everybody in your class, right? And 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 not and a lot of times kids didn't know what they was talking about with makeup stuff that made no <laughs> sense whatsoever. I just I remember when I was a kid, right before the movie came out. Daryl, what are you doing? What 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 happened? Because I I hear this <laughs> noise and then I heard a door and I heard a door creak. Oh, I just got out the helicopter. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm God. I'm just I'm getting I'm walking into the estate now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you, Go ahead. you if you use the bathroom while I'm recording this, I I will seriously be pissed off. What What are you talking? I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Pause. This episode uses the word fuck probably more times than in any episode of the PKD Black Box ever in its history. Um, as people do know, we do cuss on this show. Not that explicitly, but I pretty much just lost my temper and just um, was just done. Even though I held up, continued to hold out hope because I'm positive that we could get a, a nice recording in. Um, at the same time, I lost my temper. And also at the same time, because I have a defense mechanism that sometimes allows me to laugh in crappy situations, I said, fuck it. And let's keep going. Continue. Sir. You you use the bathroom during an episode of DC Noise. They're all talking, then you hear a toilet flush. More oh, lies. Wow. More, oh, wow. more lies. But well, any, anyway, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna pull it back in. When I was okay. when I was a kid, now they still do this nowadays with a lot of the uh, popular films. Now, like Twilight, you know, with kids, teenagers, like Twilight and whatnot, you would have like all these magazines that just mm-hmm. dealt specifically with the movie. And some That's of them weird. Oh, That's yeah. so weird to me. And some of them would be fanzines, and some of them would be publications by the actual, you know, uh, production company of the film or whatever. And as a kid. I had an Empire. I had a Star Wars magazine, and it was a fanzine, and it, there's like only one. There's like only one issue of it, and That's I had it. That was all it had. And it only had. There's only one issue, but it had like production stills from Star Wars, and uh, you know, like production photos and mm-hmm. um, like uh, paintings from like Ralph McQuarrie, who did like a lot of visual conception for for the Star Wars trilogy, and then it had some stuff from Empire Strikes Back, and there were actual production shots. From um, you know, like stuff like scenes from the movie, and yeah. and as a kid, 
seeing this, but this is before the movie came out. And I remember there was a page where they had Lando Calrissian, and Lando was um, he was like in this like little shaft in the Millennium Falcon. And he was going to go get Luke Skywalker, who was hanging. Oh yeah, he was drinking a little Colt forty five. No, he was side. not drinking Colt forty five. <laughs> Shut up. He was a little drunk. Shush. Okay. Ah. But he was about to get Luke Skywalker, who was, who was hanging from the antenna in Cloud City toward the end of the movie. Well, the scene, like the production shots they had, and like in the movie, you see him like open up that little corridor thing and the light pops up and then you see Luke just drop into the Millennium Falcon. Well, they had like these different clips from different angles where you see Lando trying to pull Luke into the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's going to be cool. I can't wait to see that in the movie. And it never showed up in the film. Mm-hmm. And and to this day, I've never seen that footage. And I was hoping that that footage was going to show up on the Blu-ray box set with all the deleted scenes and like um, mm-hmm. unaired footage. And it didn't show up there either. It'll be in the next box set exclusive. I'm not buying anymore. I'm not buying <laughs> it'll, no it'll, more. It'll be the next super deluxe, never before seen. You no, know, no, no, super no. powerful secret scenes that you have to have no i'm not did, i'm not buying any. did anymore. both of you buy the blu-ray box sets i don't know i i have the box set it, yeah i have the box set and the thing is is that it's one of those things where like for, for me it's more of a now it's more of a study of what lucas uh-huh. has done because yeah. um i mentioned this on another episode where he's made so many changes over the decades this is once from a man who was against the colorization of like films like Casablanca and like other black and white classics to see him constantly now go back and adjust and change and adjust and change and adjust to change the films to his liking. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. I mean, could because people can change, you know, we all contradict ourselves, but yeah. you know, it's just one of those things like it's, it's kind of like a timeline. It's like this like movie timeline and you see all these changes and stuff like that, but I still have the originals that I can go back to. You know, and Man, and, and, it, and it doesn't and it doesn't bother me. It it, it honestly doesn't bother me anymore. It, I don't you like have... it. I don't like it. Now, Candace had talked about her child her childhood memory of Empire Strikes Back. Now, did you have like any other childhood memories of it? No, I mean, I just remember, for some reason, it like. It wasn't like the greatest movie to me. Not that I thought it was terrible. Like, of course, the revel- the, re- the revelations in the end were amazing. But all like I think as a kid, like it's boring to watch somebody training. Like all of the training with Yoda. As an adult, I see how amazing that is. But as a kid, I was just like, when is he gonna fight Darth Vader? You know. <laughs> and I, I I remember it being really awesome that Billy D. Williams was black and he was in Star Wars. I was like, there's black people in space. That's neat. Yes. Yes, I, no, I agree. I, I agree with you on that. It's, it's one of those things where I, I remember, like as a kid, when I went to go see the movie. You know, as a child, I I didn't like the. I mean, I liked the movie up until the end. Yeah. You know, I liked the movie up until the end. You know, what I mean, because like you're seeing like these big like you know at ats like walking in the snow, and you see all these space battles. Yeah. And because like really, the film gets to the action right away. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, because it's essentially it is a second act of a three mm-hmm. of a three part act, but you get to the action right away. Like Erwin um, Kirshner and you know Lucas take you straight to the action. You get the, the Hoth battle scene, and then you get the chase. You got then you got Luke going to Dagobah, and then you got like the other rebels on the run with Han and Luke with Han and Leia, and you know you also have the love story thing going on too. 
and yeah, then you do have that part where it slows down, where it's the mon- where it's the literally I call it the slow montage. You know, where Luke is trying to get you know training from Yoda and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I remember as a kid when I was I was four, like my dad was so excited to go see this movie. He was very very excited. He couldn't wait, couldn't wait to see this movie, and uh, and my mom wanted to see it too. And then I, you know, of course I wanted to go, so. Um, we went to go because like the nearest movie theater that was playing it at the time was like 40 miles away oh wow yeah it was 40 miles away because during this period of time um where we lived like middletown didn't really have a movie theater a major movie theater that carried the film at the time so we had to go all the way to dayton ohio oh my god but before we but before we did that we went to go we went to my grandma's house and so my dad, we get to my grandma's house because my mom had to see her mom and talk to her about some stuff. And my dad specifically said, we've got 30 minutes because it's going to take us X amount of time to get to the movie theater. And I want to make sure we get there on time. And my, <laughs> mom, and my mom said, OK. So we get to we get to grandma's house and we're sitting there and like my mom's talking with, with grandma and everything. And my dad's like looking at his watch, looking at his watch, looking at his watch. And 30 minutes pass. And like my mom is in the back of the back of the house with grandma talking about something. And and my dad told her we got to leave in 30 minutes. And he went back there and said, you know, we got to go. And mom said, oh, OK. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going. We're, we're about to go. And so my dad goes back into the living room with me. I'm just sitting there waiting. I got my coat on and like five more minutes pass. And I remember my dad just picking me up, put me in the car and we just went to the movies. And I'm like four years old. And I'm like. Where's mom at? Uh. I'm like, where's where's mom at? I'm like, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I wasn't gonna say nothing because we was going to the movies. You know, I'm like, I hope I didn't do nothing wrong. I don't know what's going on here. I'm like, but mama gonna be mad. Yeah. And so we get to the movie and we missed like the first like five or ten minutes. When we got there, Luke had already um defeated the Wampa, cut the Wampa's <gasps> arm off, and it was like running and like collapsed and then like you know ben showed up so i'm like how much did we miss you know i didn't know so i just i just sat there and just watched it and my dad was mad oh he was so mad i believe it no needless to but needless to say though my mom was even more upset (laughs) because this whole time in the movie's over with it seemed like the whole time i'm thinking like my mom's gonna be so upset my mom's gonna be so upset so i wasn't i was i wasn't really paying attention to the movie Mm -hmm. and then the movie's over you know my dad and i walk back to the car and I'm like, Dad, um, are we gonna go pick up Mom? And and my dad was like, uh, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back to Grandma's house and pick up Mom. You know, because this was before the age of cell phones, before the age of pagers. It was a good age. It was a good age. <laughs> you know, all, all you had was pay phones. Because so- you know what would have happened? She'd have called them like four, five times, telling them about himself, <laughs> and that would not be a good movie, right there. Um, <laughs> and so we end up going back to Grandma's house and. And like I'm sitting in the back seat and I'm waiting for my dad to go get mom and mom comes out and, and like I'm in the car and I see him on the porch. Boy, the words that came out that night. <laughs> How hard did he did she hit him when she came? Oh, outside? no, it was all verbal. It was all verbal. It went back. Oh, and, I prefer the beatings. I don't because like because you like domestic violence and that, there's a problem. Then you I should really address the that. But um, yeah. they fussed for a good period of time. I was just sitting in the back in my back seat in the back seat of the car playing with my Luke Skywalker action figure. Like hey, it'll stop eventually. It'll stop eventually. <laughs> and then like a week later, we all went together to go see the movie. And we got to see it from the beginning to the end. And I remember walking out the theater, and I was so mad because the bad guys won. 
Mm-hmm. You know, movies, the bad guys don't win in movies. Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, wow. Oh, this, awesome. you know, I clapped. I loved it so much. Because you was evil as a child, Daryl. What? <laughs> He's I'm evil just, right now. I He's know. evil. Forever evil. Forever evil. For, forever evil. So... But no, I just that, that memory right there, as far as Empire as a kid, um, really it's like it's stuck with me ever since. <laughs> so, but that that's just like my childhood. I mean, yes, I had the toys, I had the magazines, um, and they had that thing on NPR where NPR did an audio drama of Empire Strikes Back. Oh really? Oh, you never heard those? When was that? That was um. That was also a, probably like. I have no idea what that just was. That must have been Daryl sipping something, or what? What that noise was? Anyway, that oh. was like, that was a few months after the premiere of the movie. Every Sunday night, NPR would run for like thirty or forty minutes and do like a like a, a retelling of The Empire Strikes Back, and it would also have stuff that wasn't in the movie and it had the actual voices of mark hamill what um, yes mark hamill uh anthony daniels um i think it also had the voices of uh, billy d williams as well what? was that he drunk crazy. was he drunk when he, when he was no he, he was not drunk he was oh. not drunk he was classy can you can you find those online anywhere i have i have them what yes i have them if, if why you, have you not sent them to me sir I, I did not know that you wanted them I want them, sir. Okay, well, I will give them to you. Thank and you. You're very welcome. Um, it ten, there were 10 episodes. They averaged between 22 to 27 minutes in length. And uh-huh. um, do you remember the actor Brock Peters? Yes, I love him. Brock Peters was the voice of Darth Vader. Oh, that is classic. Ooh, what, is he, what is this Brock Peters you're talking about? Um, you, is, okay, you watched, a lot of, you watched a lot of Star Trek movies, Daryl. Yes. All right, remember um, the brother that was uh, one of the major, one of the, major like higher ups in Starfleet in um in the uh, the undiscovered country. You talking about the one the one of the ones that betrayed the Federation? Yes. Okay. That's Brock you talking about that's Brock Peters. Oh yeah Brock Peters was a classic actor. He was um he was a very he's an excellent actor, did Broadway, did theater, all that stuff and um you know has 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 some uh, some strong cinema spots too. But he did the voice of Darth Vader for the uh, for for the NPR radio dramas, and the way it was set up was that Star Wars, uh, the original uh, A New Hope, was uh, twelve episodes, and then Empire was ten, and then Return of the Jedi was six. So um, it's it's good stuff though. It's it's really good stuff. But you know, he also played. Um, I just sent um, the link to his IMDb page. Did you guys get it? Yes. Yeah, he also did. Um, he played a character from Star Trek, also that I loved. He played uh, Cisco's father. He owned that restaurant in in New Orleans. Really? Yeah, he played. He played the father. Uh, ho- hold, on, it, hold on, hold on, one second. Pause. Now, for some reason, Daryl thinks that this is his podcast and he can do whatever he wants to at this moment. And that beeping that was coming in, that was the incoming phone call. Now, the incoming phone call was from Donnie Salvo. And, you know, Donnie comes on the show. He does his thing on the show. And this was a little bit different because, like, um, if you notice, you listen to, like, all of our previous podcasts. There's a lot of times that Donnie and I together don't interview people. A lot of that's just due to scheduling on my part because a lot of the interviews I do are normally 
on a weeknight, you know, because of work schedules and stuff. We have conflicting work schedules, so we can't interview people together. But every now and then we have an you know, exception to the rule, like when Donnie came on to do his thing with Gabriel Hardman. Fantastic. Well, we had scheduled this this um we had scheduled this interview. I'm sorry. We had scheduled this session between Candace and Daryl and myself um, over a weekend. And I thought that Donnie would be busy doing something else. So I said, you know, I'm not going to bug Donnie right now. And I also have this other rule. I have a rule where if you have a female on a podcast and you already have two guys already on the podcast, that's uh, that's that's as far as it should go. Because if the more dudes you have on a podcast with like if it becomes three to one, four to one, as far as the ratio between male and female, then it becomes a sausage fest. And that's not my thing. I like to try to keep somewhat of a balance on the podcast so the ladies don't feel overwhelmed and vice versa. If the shoe was on the other foot, I'm, you know, it, 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 I think it would be the same way. But that's just how I feel about it. I don't like sausage fest podcasting. That's not my bag. But Daryl decided to call Donnie. Because, as I said before, he thought it was his show. So, I just ran with it. You know, I wasn't mad at Donnie at all. So, don't even think that. But what happens afterwards is pretty much a given that the show was pretty much fucked. As far as the concept of talking about Empire anymore. And we're just going to run with it. So, there's nothing else I can do about it. But needless to say, it's a train wreck. I'm internally pissed. But I'm just going to continue to run with it. Continue. Uh, Don, Donnie is calling. Hold on one second. Hold on a okay. second. Donnie? Hello, Sean. Hey, sir. How you doing? Oh, sir. How you doing? Uh, no. No. Hi, oh, Donnie. I'm not hearing that. Hi. How are you, Candace? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Donnie, how'd you hear about the show? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Daryl told me mm-hmm. about the show. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> it's really funny because I'm watching your three avatars and they're like lighting up. So it's like one of those weird musical things. Because Donnie, I look on the website and your name is on the PKD. Ain't it? Ain't it up there? You wouldn't know. You know what? You first off, first off, for starters, Sean, Sean, yes, Donnie. Folks are talking, Sean. So just oh, <laughs> oh, no, he did. nice, okay. No, he did. Yes, he did. Right yes, he did. Sean does not like me talking to people. Okay, Candace and I, we get along. That is, not, that is not true. Someone. That is Excuse not me. true. Excuse me. Excuse me, because this is the <laughs> only thing. The only two yeah. reasons I could come up with is Sean, you're embarrassed of me and don't want me talking to nobody. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or it's reverse racism. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now hold on. Now if I didn't want you talking to nobody, you talk. Mm-hmm. You talk with me and Gabriel Hardman. We talked about playing the apes together. That is one person in three years, Sean. One person in three years. <laughs> now, but also remember. Now, but also remember during this period of time when I scheduled this, you were still at the time working on continue? Reality Wasted. But how's everything, Candace? How are you? It, <laughs> way to avoid the question. Because <laughs> Captain Correction throws things at you. <laughs> you, you know what? You, you know what? I'm, 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 first off, Daryl, let me tell you something about yourself, okay? You know what his shield is? Oh, his shield God, we want to air dirty laundry. Oh, no, I've been airing, dirty, I've been airing dirty, dirty laundry since this recording started, okay? Captain Correction uses a shield of shame, and he throws it at you. 
First <laughs> off, I I have no sh- I have no shame. Okay, no, I have you don't shame at us, and then you li- you leave us broken. I do That's not leave you. you. I do not leave you broken. And First you off, stand over in your shiny cape, and you go, Captain Correction. <laughs> See, that's, dun, dun, dun. that's that's all you. That's all you. First off, once again, you told lies about me on Nothing's On, and see, and Donnie, and and Donnie, and Donnie didn't say nothing. He just kept hush. He he didn't yeah. say nothing. He kept hush out of respect because I, I remember out of fear of 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 your abuse. Now you know good and well, Donnie don't fear me. Mm, okay. Donnie, Donnie. I didn't. I didn't until I heard that recording and that gangster mm. side came out. <laughs> now I'm all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, listen, Donnie. Now that you, now that you are here, now that you, now that you are here, yes. Oh yeah, Donnie's old enough. He'll have a good memory. Yes, right? yes, he will. Yes, he will. We are talking about the Empire Strikes Back, and during our childhood, um, you know, during that period of time in our childhood when we saw it as kids, um, you know, your feelings of it at the time, you know, things that you were doing during your childhood when this movie came out. Um, so I tell you what, how about if you elaborate? Um, because you probably like you were on the, probably around the same age as I was when it came out. Um, you know your memories. It was memories 80, of the, it was 1980. 1980 was in. Oh, 80. Yes, I was seven. Okay. Um, what were what were your like you know attitudes or like do you remember when you went to go see it as a kid? Do you you know any reflections on that? No. <laughs> I don't remember it at all. Okay. Okay. No, that's I cool, man. Remember going to the theater, and I remember my mom took me, and she was bored to death. I remember I I mean I was into everything Star Wars so I mean like but I can't remember an actual reaction I had. No, it's all right. It's okay cuz Daryl Daryl didn't have one either. And you No, know, um, Donnie, we're going to work through our through we're going to work through our pain. Yeah. We're going to get through this. Daryl didn't what, have what, one. Daryl drinks a lot. I know he does. I drink a lot. Daryl's, I drink a lot. Daryl sat there and started talking about I went to see the Star Wars feature and then I decided to rise up Against mankind and blah da blah da blah. I'm like motherfucker. Oh, I did not ask man this. See? And then he did shit like this, man. I'm sitting there trying to have a nice conversation with Candace, and Daryl was acting a fool. Like I'm not in the room. You see how you said that? Yeah, right? you are not in the room because 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 you are not right. You are not right. Oh, wait, 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 Sean. Yes, sir. Okay, Sean. Yes, sir. <laughs> you invited the man on the show. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, you knew I am. You were getting into. Mm-hmm. I'm your co-host and wasn't even invited onto the show. See, see, first off, once again, once again, I did not know that you would be available because you were working 12-hour shifts because Daryl told me. Oh, wait, hang on. Hang on one second. Let me ask John Carroll how he feels about this. No, John. Oh, I, I, I got a text message from John right here. Hold on one second. Because he knows. <laughs> He's trying to get out oh, of Oh, he told, he told John Carroll. He didn't tell you, uh, Donnie. That's it, right? You heard that, right? You just heard what he said. Donnie. Is this all because you all want to talk to me? I feel so honored. It's because he can only talk to his one white friend at a time. Oh, See, that's... you need to stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. John said, tell Candace I love her and tell Daryl I ate his Skittles and beat up Wharf like everyone else does. Ah, oh, nice. Yes, that is what he said. I knew what the first half of that meant. I don't know what the second half. Of that meant. <laughs> Second half because I, every I, episode of Star Trek Next Generation or Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine, Worf would always get beat up. No, and Deep Space Nine, he did. He fought, and and Next Generation, Picard held that brother down. He held him back, and 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 just never let him rise. 
no. because that's how Picard was. We're not. We're not. We're not talking about that. We're not. Picard was just that. a just an evil. He was an old man in a wheelchair that just used to send people to just get killed and shot. What are you and, talking about in a wheelchair? That's X Men. What are you talking about? Oh, no, this is I'm talking about. Uh, listen, he walked more in in the X Men movies the, than the, he ever did in, in the Next Generation. The, oh my goodness! The Al- there was only one captain in all the science fiction, and the motherfucker's name was Han Solo. <laughs> he didn't be a he so was not Star a captain Trek of a starship. <laughs> he was the captain of a freighter. He was not a captain of a starship. It was yeah. He was a captain of a freighter that was a hundred times cooler, in its worst condition. <laughs> the Kirk spaceship was in its mint condition. I cannot agree with you on this, Donnie. Please don't. Oh, you're full of shit. No, I, hey, Donnie, Donnie, I, Donnie, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. Donnie, I don't want the division between Williams, us. Man. Yes, he did hang out. And Billy Captain D. Williams owned, owned the Millennium Billy Falcon Billy. first. Captain Kirk yes, did. Yes, Billy D. Williams. Yep. Yeah, Han Solo stole it from him. I remember that. And yeah. it was a card game. They was, they was playing Canasta. Right. And he, yeah, he cheated. He did not cheat anyway. Anyway. See, well, because this podcast has become an absolute train wreck. It started that way. It started that way, to be honest with you. It absolutely started that way. I've done my job. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You know what? We just gonna go ahead and just talk, just talk, just 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 be footloose and fancy. Spit it out, man. Spit it. Out. Y'all, y'all just y'all have absolutely killed me, man. Y'all have absolutely <laughs> the script. Is there a not me. Not me. Oh, I, I don't know. Not you, Candace. Not you. Okay. Not not you. You're fine. You're fine. I'm talking about Daryl. Because I'm dead too. You know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking about Daryl. I ain't mad at Donnie. Uh, I, I ain't mad at Donnie. Not at all. Oh, so it's a black thing. You just gonna blame me? Is that what I'm black is? too. What are you talking oh, about? My bad. All right, I ain't got nothing else. Uh, anyway. I got nothing else. Yeah, he <laughs> does have nothing else. <laughs> running out. Absolutely nothing else. Well, we just gonna talk. We just gonna talk about other stuff then. Um, now, to Candace's delight. Um, Hasbro has initiated a deal to bring back Jim and the holograms for a new generation. Shut up. I'm I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead serious. After it's um, spiked popularity on the Hub Network, um, they have decided to bring back Jim, a new generation of Jim, for for, for today's audience. Uh, Now, granted, I don't know what it's going to be like. I couldn't tell you, but they're going to reintroduce the toys and possibly a brand new cartoon series. It's going to be the movie or something? I, no, I don't know if it's going to be a movie, but I know they're coming out, from what I've read, they're coming out with a new toy line, and they're going to uh, possibly come out with a new animated series. There's also the quote-unquote rumor of a live-action gem series. Uh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be I'm bad. So, I'm so conflicted. I'm usually against these sort of things, but for a long time, I've always wanted to produce the live-action gem, but I would want to star in it as gem, and I know nobody would go for that. So it could be like Bizarro Jim. But Jim. You could be Jim. You could be Bajim. Bajim, yes. Yes. Bajim. But no, they are they're very dead serious about it. I guess Hasbro wants to compete with Mattel and the whole uh, you know and, and the whole Barbie line or whatever and trying to get more females to more girls to buy Hasbro toys. You huh. know, even though, you know, they female girls buy Star Wars toys too. But anyway. I just think this is a bad idea because um, the original voices for Jim were so classic, and especially the singing, uh, Britta Phillips. Yes. I I know she won't do it again because I think she basically hates Jim anyway. Wow. Um, it was just a paycheck to her. So 
I, I just I can't even imagine them getting some horrible pop singer to like try to sing new gem songs. That would just like and they will they will break do my it. soul in half. So Did I'm you really see that horrible commercial they took the the Tiffany song I think we're alone now and turned into an Old Navy song I did. about pants. I did see that. <laughs> wow. They did that with they did that with Sister Christian. And we all know how did much Daryl hate pants. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> you know hate I pants. do. You know I. You know I'm a fan of the pajama jeans. You know I am. Do they make those for men? Does it no. matter? Looking, <laughs> and I haven't seen it. I want jeans that when I get so drunk I pass out that they could just be pajamas too. I don't have to worry about changing. You're a guy, dude. That happens with regular just, jeans. Yeah, that's just pants. But I want to be comfortable when I wake up from being passed out. And I want pajama jeans. Is that well, a problem? At least, at least you'll be comfortable because no one around you will be. Exactly. So. <laughs> Sorry about ain't, that. Ain't that the damn truth? You should change nothing's on to no pants are on. That's you should change it to. Then, then Donnie wouldn't be on the show. You don't Don't wear pants when you record either, do you? Yeah, I'm a fan. I am a fan of pants. (laughs) Thank you. Well, actually, I wear shorts. Break the dawn. You wear pants that early? I'm a dude. Let me tell you something. When we record, I am already showered. Uh, Me too. Yes, same here. You want to know why, Donnie? Because you are professional. Professional. Let's not talk crazy. But (laughs) (laughs) you know what preparation we do? We send out. We make a note five seconds before we start. We um, let's get back to that live gem show. Are they shooting that on the East Coast by any chance? I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Donnie. I don't know if do I. Do you want to? Do you want to play the new Eric Raymond? Because he was the bad guy. Whatever. I'll be a misfit. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a Biggie Smalls guy. I could play you that. You could be I'm Stormer. Now, Donnie, my, my wife has 35 of those cartoons on the freaking on our, our DVR. That is awesome. That means she only needs like 30, like 30 more episodes to go. She'll have the whole series. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. I went on eBay looking for a gem doll mm-hmm. to get her for our anniversary to surprise her. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's sweet. It is, but they're expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I looked I looked myself, and I was like, you're insane. Yeah, nostalgia is real big right now. Like I said, the reintroduction of the cartoon on the Hub Network has uh, really skyrocketed the price of a lot of gym products. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, stuff is no joke, man. No joke. That's because gem is excitement. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. she's, a, she's adventure. It's true. Yes, yes. she is. Uh, you know, passion and glitter, fashion and fame. Jim. Jim. You know I love the women with the glitter. Jim is her name. Yes. I can't even handle this right I now. I, you know what? I, you know what? I'm cool with I'm cool with it all except Daryl right now. I, I'm pretty what cool with it all. What are you saying? I can't say nothing. No, because just... see, because you were not following the vibe that Donnie and I have. We were going through the lyrics of the theme song. He's like, "Oh, I love me some glitter. Spread some glitter all over my body." Bada bada bada. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't I listen. Can tell you. First of all, it's not a bad idea. I didn't say that. I can I didn't tell you, say you did that. not say that because I would be vomiting up every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. So I'll you didn't say that. That would do that. God, this is a train wreck and a half. The glitter gun. Oh, Lord. The glitter Dude, let me tell you something, man. I seen a glitter gun in action, and that scared the shit out of me. What? What? Wait a minute. Hold on. What? What is a glitter gun? 
It is a freaking cannon that shoots glitter. Fun. No, oh not fun. God. It is fun. Where did you see this glitter gun in Let action? me tell you something, dude. I'm going to tell you, okay? My wife and I went to see Kesha. At- <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. Don't you, don't, don't. You Just let me tell the story, right? Okay? So here we are. What did you say, Kesha? The oldest people in the room, right? <laughs> there was I'm not even kidding you. There was eight-year-old kids that were sitting behind us, and every time she swore, he the kid turned around and said, Daddy, he said bad word. <laughs> That's where we were at. And did, they throw, like, did they throw children at you to think because they thought their parents were coming? Let <laughs> me tell you something, dude. I've never ex- experienced war. <laughs> but I think this is what the chaos that war brings about is a Kesha concert because I didn't know what the fuck was going on from the beginning to the end. It was what? just, it was screaming and glitter. <laughs> what did they dancing. sing? What did Kesha sing? I don't know, remember what, what did she sing? Which one? The one waking up in the morning and feeling yeah. like oh, P. Diddy. Waking in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Hey. I know that song. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, don't go see her in concert, dude. She had a cannon. A cannon. Glitter? Dude, it was a cannon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she shot glitter. And the what? floor was just covered. I can't even put it into words, man. Did you have, like, glitter all in your faux hawk? No, because I was up in the... I was... I mean, I don't know. I buy cheap seats, man. <laughs> old now. That shit's over for me. No. But it was horrible. Uh, you have to expect, well, you know what? You should go to a Kesha concert because then you understand what I'm talking about. No, I, I think jogged I, up on stage. I, I would <laughs> get up there. But my wife and I were the oldest people in there. Hmm. First, I thought you were talking like a glitter cannon as some type of like infomercial device. We're, <laughs> we're, we're like, you know, if you want to decorate your jacket, you spray glue all over your jacket and just shoot the glitter gun at it or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like, you, know you the, shoot the oh. glitter in the air and then you just sit under it. No, no, no. I was thinking about the bedazzler. That's what I was thinking about, the bedazzler. Oh. Another bad info infomercial uh. device. I'm Scott Bayo, and we're going to talk about the glitter cannon today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just put glue on, just... To, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> I, you know, I actually, I honestly don't know because, like I said, the podcast has been completely derailed. Uh, Daryl's, Dar- no, that's not your fault, Donnie. Daryl, Daryl's mission to like derail the podcast has succeeded. Um, it, oh, you broke my nerves, work my last <laughs> goddamn nerves. But um, uh, but no, no, like originally, now your failure is complete. <laughs> see, see, I took it back to Star Wars. Yeah, you did take it back to Star Wars. See that? Son of a bitch. See that? Um, <laughs> a- anyway, anyway, like Donnie, what we was gonna do was we was just gonna talk about um we was gonna talk about Empire Strikes Back uh, during our childhood and talk about some 80s stuff. We was gonna talk about the gym. Hold on, Daryl. Mm? We don't need your ad libbing. You ain't puffy. Uh-oh. Sitting there, sitting there talking like like you on a puffy track. Uh huh. What is? Uh huh. That's right. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Take that. Take Shut that. up. All right. Now, anyway. Glitter, glitter, glitter. Take. God, I swear. Donnie, <laughs> is this what you put up with every Saturday morning? 
No, not really. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know. He talks. I don't really listen. Okay. <laughs> and you're a smart then man. he's done talking, and I talk, and he don't listen. <laughs> and that's and then, why it works. Yes, that that's is right. why it works. That's a good point. Good point. Anyway, anyway. But then See, we're... I've been married twice, so I know the game. <laughs> <laughs> Candace, I'm sorry. Did she hang up? No, she's still around. I'm still here. I- I'm sorry, I'm, Candace. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm, I'm trying just... to figure out what's going on. This is a, like a complete mess. Anyway, you know what? Something I want. You wanted... know what? Donnie Kesha podcast. How about that? No, 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 no. Just for the record, after that concert, I, I, I never <laughs> listened to her again. Little Wars. You even, you even, you even took that ringtone off your phone. I did. Oh yeah, you had a Kesha. I didn't know what the hell. I thought I called the wrong person when when I first called you because you had that Kesha. I know you on. were calling. You were like, "Did I call my gay friend?" Kesha <laughs> <laughs> blasting okay. on your phone. All right, I'm putting it back on track. All right, putting the train. <laughs> luck. Yeah, I know. I'm putting the train back on the track. <laughs> Something that something that we talked about over Twitter that um that Donnie actually I'm glad I'm glad you hopping in on this because actually you and Daryl talked about this on Nothing's on a long time ago. But um I want to bring it up here now that Candace is here because Candace has watched the show. Um it's been canceled for a while. Um we're talking about undercovers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um un- undercovers and and like all the reasons that it that it got canceled and what worked and what didn't work. And Candace brought up something like it, what's funny is is that like a lot of my friends that watched the show that liked the show, like a lot of my friends thought that um, and Candace, you can pronounce the name better than I can, and I don't want Daryl to mess it up, of the of the of the lead actress, Gugu Mbatha Raw. Thank you very much. Shahshaha, Daryl, Jesus, um, but Gugu, will you shut up? Just please, just for five seconds, shut up. You okay. got five seconds. Go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to use any of this. Oh, You're killing me. You're fucking oh, killing me. Why not? Why you can't? Because it's an absolute train wreck. <laughs> That's why. It's train wreck. And? <laughs> That's da- what the people want, Daryl, Daryl, unlike you, I edit my podcast. <laughs> Actually, Daryl Daryl's on seventeen. He doesn't edit any of them. Other people, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Other people do his work. Yeah, that's why I said media mogul. But yeah, but no, but, but um, oh god, D Taylor. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, pause. At this point in the podcast, I really feel that I severely wasted Candace's time doing this recording as a whole. I was pretty pissed off. Um, I tried to let it go and just have fun with it. But by the time I got to this stage, I was just pretty much hysterical. And during the recording, had my uh, hand in my head and just kept myself near the microphone if I had anything to say. And I just laughed when I could. Laughed to prevent myself from crying on the inside. Because when you start talking about glitter cannons and glitter guns and cash on a podcast, you have truly, truly hit a level of deep shit. But we still try to make it fun. Continue. But like a lot of my friends that didn't like the show, didn't like her character because they thought her character wasn't believable from an action sense. But they're like, they're like, she's too small to be kicking all that ass. I'm like, but you didn't have no problem with Buffy kicking yeah. ass. Or Nikita. Yeah, or, 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 or Nikita because Maggie Q was small. Now, granted, Maggie Q in real life does has had training from Jackie Chan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And in, in, in real life, she has had training from Jackie Chan. So I'm well, like, she okay. was a stunt coordinator. She was a stunt 
actress yeah. actually but it's so. like but but all three of those ladies are pretty much the same size so you know there's like to me it's no there's no difference there's no there's no difference at all but like a lot of my friends that didn't like the show didn't care much for her but like you were the first person candace to say that you didn't like uh that you didn't like boris pretty boy um now you thought he took away from the show more than she did yeah like she's she's like i said on twitter i think she's got the real acting chops and Mm. boris he's just pretty i mean he's good with like mild comedy but I feel like maybe people laugh just because he's handsome, not because what he's saying is actually funny. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't... I don't know. I feel like if maybe it like had been Idris Elba, that would have been a good you know, matchup for that. I think people would have watched that because he's, he's beloved by the geeks and he's beloved by the Brits because he is one of them and he's just got really great acting chops and he's good looking. Yeah, I just... I, I thought she was fabulous. But he, you know, because she could do accents and everything. Yes. You know, Boris, Boris is just Boris. Boris is just handsome. He could play the boyfriend that didn't know that she was an agent. Yeah. I I could see him do that. Yeah, he could do that. But I don't know. He just, to me, he's not a lead. Hmm. Oh, no. And that's cool. I mean, that's cool. You were just, it kind of just like, it it didn't catch me off guard, but you were just like the first person to ever complain about him. And and I was really? yeah, you were the first person to ever complain about him, See, ever. Not 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 ever. I'm sure ever. other people. I'm sure other people have. I'm just talking about people that I know that that used to watch the show. You were the first, so I, I kind of I, I like hearing that perspective. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, is like if you had if you had someone like um, Idris Elba on the show as well you'd had two british leads on that show yeah now and yeah. see and then that's and that's another i guess that's another that would be another issue that you yeah. have an american show with two british leads and then because like a lot of black actors american black actors are complaining that a lot of british black actors are taking their jobs yeah they are and but the thing is is that that the um the jobs available over over in the UK for black act for black actors are pretty much nil, so that's yep. why they're coming over here to try to get e- work. Exactly. So it's like, what do you do? You know, what 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 do you do? What do you expect if if your jo- if your job market isn't working out well? Guess what? You gonna go somewhere else and try to get work. Well, I mean, I see tons of Australians. They're just cleaning up over here. So, it, you know, it shouldn't just be the Brits. I feel like everybody comes here. This is the entertainment mecca of the world. And, you know, you can't blame the actors. You have to blame the people that are casting them if that's your beef. Yes. Yeah. Like blaming all the rappers when they were taking a lot of roles. They would blame the rappers. Remember, they were getting mad at a yeah. lot of uh, hip hop artists because they were taking a lot of roles, but they were offered. Yeah. Yeah. Because during that period of time, like Hollywood finally recognized hip hop. Or, or you know, or hip hop, or hip hop artists, and they they recognized that these people were making money, and kids, you know, kids and young adults and adults were buying these records. So they said, well, if they're buying these records, maybe we can get them into our movie theaters. So you know, get them to watch our films. You know, get them to watch films with them in them. We can make more money off of them that way too. And you know, it's just, I mean, it was like that back in the back in the seventies and the sixties. I mean, people forget that. The actors, you know, they're in back way back when actors were also singers, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it didn't, you know, so like it's all cyclical in, in a way. But um. well, it's really just all about money. What's going to make money? Yes. I think that's what it is. 
Yes, and the, and the fact that the ratings weren't strong didn't help either. I mean, the, the series itself started first week, 9.5 million viewers watched uh -huh. it, then it then it tapped out at like 5.8 million per week. And for the time slot that they were on at 8 o'clock and what they were going up against, that just wasn't strong enough. Yeah, so. I was going to say, part of me wonders if maybe it had been on another network, if it would have fared better. Because NBC is just so finicky about the stuff that they keep versus uh -huh. the stuff that they let go. Like, I tried to watch the Playboy Club, and it was horrible. It was like... Pause. Yeah, that's how long I've had this episode in the can, because it's taken that long to edit. Because the Playboy Club has been canceled a long time ago. So you know this has been in the can for a hot minute. And, uh, yeah, you'll notice with some of the other shows we talk about, they've been canceled, too. Because this show took damn near two months to edit because of somebody's shenanigans. You know who you are. You know what you did. The end. Continue. It was like American Dreams, but with sex. And I was Donnie like, Donnie liked that show. Why are funny. you doing this? Donnie liked but some, that show. But something, something kind of comparable in terms of new shows that are coming out set in that time period, Pan Am, I actually found it enjoyable. <laughs> and he hated that show. That, you know. Uh-oh, uh -oh, let Donnie speak. Let Donnie speak. Donnie. Donnie speak on it. Um. Yeah, I like the Playboy Club for a simple fact. I don't know how they'll get a second season out of it. I'll be honest with you. Could they play catch? It, it is. It's it's good. So like for a miniseries, I don't see it going any further than one season. But Pan Am, I fell asleep three times on that thing. Rewound back to where I was watching it and try. And I like. I have a weird obsession with Christina Ricci. Call me. Yeah. Call me. And um, <laughs> and I still couldn't get through that thing. You know, you're, you're trying to tell me, listen, Candace, don't try and tell me the CIA, okay, is recruiting these chicks to to send top secret documents overseas. That's very okay? possible. It's very oh, no, possible. I didn't say it was impossible. Just don't tell me about it because I'm not <laughs> believing it. <laughs> now, you mean to tell me you're not down with Wednesday, Wednesday Adams sending documents? It ain't no, no, but she ain't one of the ones that are sending documents. Oh, okay. I want fighting. If they're gonna do that, then they gotta put something exciting in it. Besides, it can't, just... it can't be Alias in the 1960s. Okay, why not? It is though, but without the cool violence in the story. The point? <laughs> what's the point? No, no. But you remember, you remember 60s television though. I mean, like a lot of 60s TV. When it when it had action, it was you know it was just different than than TV we watch now. So if it was you, very campy. Like think of Batman. I love that show. I I still watch it, but try, try, trying to watch it now as an adult, I'm just like this was so ridiculous. Why did I like this? But it was because it was colorful and fun. It was and it awesome. Was, yes, exactly. And, and, for, and then another thing, Daryl, don't be rude when when Candace is talking. Don't be sitting there and like don't be rude. <laughs> Oh, see, I I'm sorry. no, you did not she choke. Said, see, and see, and, and this is and this is where like you know that all that Captain Correction bullshit you say comes in. Oh my see, God, he's getting mad. You Go. were being so rude. Mad. You was being flat out rude, man. He Apo was. Apologize. How rude? Yes. I apologize. <laughs> wow. For my wrong actions. All right, that's enough. that's enough. That's enough. You're done. You're done. Okay. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Please can please continue. I don't know why. Daryl. <laughs> okay, to do such a Daryl rotten thing. Daryl. I, I can't even do it. My heart and soul. Now. I am sorry. I will not oh. let that happen again. My Daryl, do me a favor. 
Daryl, huh? do me a favor. In that voice, say four score and seven well, years ago. You used that one already. Are you, oh, early? oh, you did? Yeah, he did. He he did. He he did. Now you we're say, say it's not what you can do for your country. It's oh what God. your country <laughs> You. Now give me my Skittles. No, no Skittles for you, sir. But anyway, no Skittles for you. But no, but like the the old campy Batman was very was very colorful and campy. So yeah, you know, it's just that's just the way TV was back then. Sean, can I like- say one thing, please? Oh, that we could. I just want to mention one thing about it. And all of us, I want to hear everybody's thing. Okay. Me and Donnie this morning talked about how Charlie's Angels kind of has a problem with, and I think Undercovers had the same issue. With they they either go dark, and then they go campy, and they keep going back and forth. And I think the audience is not feeling that type of thing. You mean they can't balance it out? You mean right? Yeah, there's they, no balance. They, they're not doing another balance because they're losing uh, viewers already. Oh, the the, the, the new Charlie's Angels is already losing viewers. Yeah, that's not surprising though. That. It- Oops, sorry, it looks. Rid- I'm sorry. It looks ridiculous, and I never wanted to watch it. So yeah, but I, so was Undercovers. Undercovers yeah. is ridiculous too. And you know what? But see, like I liked Under. See, but I liked Undercovers more than I do this new Charlie's Angels because the thing. I guess the thing is, is that I know appearances can be deceiving, and uh-huh. and I understand that. And at least with Undercovers, I had this feeling of, even though Boris may not have been the most believable actor in the world from like a I'm a spy standpoint. Yeah. At least like. They could kick some ass, but when I looked at Charlie's Angels, when I looked at Charlie's Angels, they had all those promos of them being super glamorous, as opposed to like the '70s, early '80s Charlie's Angels that had glamour, but it was still a little bit of grit on top of the camp, which made it more acceptable. It's this this Charlie's Angels is too pretty. It's Mm -hmm. way too pretty, and so and so like you know you either are going to be camp. Or you're either going to be super serious. You can't be both. I mean, and you, you, know, you you could. You could, but they don't know how to work it that way. That's a very good point, Sean, because even the Charlie's Angels movies, which I happen to love and I know everybody hates them, those, them. Are, those have a great balance of camp and grit. Right. You know, even I, that was my all, point this morning, too. Even uh-huh. though all three of those women are gorgeous, and but, you know, I... The Charlie's Angels movies actually made me start liking Cameron Diaz because I couldn't stand her for the five or six years prior that her career had been going. And when I saw that she could play like somebody who was tough and actually smart and not a ditz, but who kind of pretends to be a ditz as her cover, like I just thought, you know, they they did it right. And I can totally see what you mean. Just the promos for this new Charlie's Angels was just it, it to me to me it looked like the CW did it because it's like pretty people trying to do pretty things, you know? Yes. Well, the, the one thing is, is like uh, uh, Drew Barrymore, the, I said this this morning too, is, is a producer on the show. Oh, she is. Yeah. So I'm hoping that she's not just saying, I own the rights, so give me a check, and that she's going to get involved because if she does. Um, I think that you could find that balance like you do in the movies, which is what a lot of the audience is going to be looking for because that's what they're familiar with. There's very few people that remember the original Charlie's Angels, and I mean, I'm, I barely remember it. I, I know the chick was in the Beastmaster was in the last season. Oh, Tanya Roberts. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, she was also in A View to a Kill. 
It all goes back to Mark Singer. <laughs> yes, it always goes back to Mark Singer. I love Mark Singer. I love. I him. will shove a reference for Mark Singer somewhere. Wow. Yes, you will. Yes, you and everything will. I do. <coughs> yes, <laughs> no, wait a minute. Didn't, didn't Beastmaster like well, Conan had James Earl Jones, so Beastmaster got John Amos. Don't, yes. Don't. Yeah. don't. Yes. That was John Amos in a cloth, man. He had a bow staff and he kicked your ass. And a little boy. Uh, he didn't have a little boy. He did. He, he remember, he was the guardian of the little boy. You know, you know Daryl would be the one to remember that. I just thought it was weird. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all. Mm. I don't remember that. I don't remember I don't, it either. Yes, that's that's the a, whole. Thing, he was the king. The little boy was was the next king or whatever. And he and John Amos' job was to protect him and shepherd him through. To that a was after point. they met them, though, man. He was originally no. Hang on, time out. Think about it. Think about it. Go look Talk it up amongst yourselves. Good for knowing information that's not really necessary or relevant to any real conversation. I remember those. D- Daryl is good for that, though. Um, I am. Um, but no, but um, no, I just the thing is also like with, with Charlie's Angels and like this is kind of like of a difference between like something like Chuck, Charlie's Angels and and um, Undercovers is that at least with Chuck, Chuck, you know, they're always every season. They were always on the fence with NBC. Mm-hmm. And so in other words, for, for Chuck to survive, they had to start doing things like, you know, doing plug ins, tie ins with Subway to help mm-hmm. to help with budget, which worked. But they just said, you know what? They just said, fuck it. If, if we're always going to be on the fence, let's just go all out. And so they started doing a lot of stunt casting. And it actually, for me, it made the show more entertaining. Um, it made the show more entertaining. I mean, like, you know, one episode you'd have Isaiah Mustafa. Another episode you'd have Brandon Routh for a little while. Mm-hmm. One episode you'd have Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, all, all, all types of stuff. All that stunt casting. Um, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Linda yeah. Hamilton. And... Um, Oh, what's his name from Quantum Leap and Star Trek Enterprise? Um, oh, what's Captain Bacula. Archer? Yes, Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. Yes, yes. Thank you, Candace. And thank you. Star Trek killer. He was not the Star Trek killer. Star Trek killed the show? only show. Hmm? Can we have a show where we talk about Quantum Leap? Because I love that as well. Ooh. We 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 may have oh boy. we may have to do that sometime, but we hmm. we, we won't invite Daryl, but we'll bring Donnie on. Oh boy. Awesome! I love that idea. That's unfair. <laughs> now, what, what were you saying, oh boy, about Donnie? No, that's what he always used to say when he'd look in the mirror in Quantum Leap. Oh, <laughs> that's how every episode ended. He'd jump into a new body and he'd look in the mirror and go, oh boy. He'd wake up in woman's clothes and go, oh boy, what happens <laughs> to me? I just have to go, damn. <laughs> Another night again. Yeah, that's right. Daryl wakes up and goes, again? <laughs> oh, Lord. That's what I say when I have to podcast with him. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I and I and I apologize on on, on the behalf of everyone. No Sean, apologies, Sean. You usually make excellent choices, but I think this one you just dropped the ball. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I have to agree. <laughs> I, I I have to sincerely and wholeheartedly agree, and I and I apologize. And I apologize. Yes. Thank you. Oh, you, you're welcome. You don't have to thank. You don't have to thank me. I, I feel like I have completely wasted. I have completely wasted an hour and thirty minutes of your time. Out oh, of Oh, you got you got so much material on this show. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Like Donnie helped. Donnie has, has helped salvage. He has part part of, part of this. Oh, come on, Salvo and, the Salvager. Yes, he is Salvo the Salvager. But um, wow. But if I go back to the ring. That'll be my name. <laughs> yes,
is there some hot button geek issue that we I mean I don't read the comics and I I don't know anything about the reboot. Oh no, there 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 is there is one like That man had sex with Catwoman. Do you object? On a roof. Do you object? What? Oh, yes, I'm serious. Yeah. I thought Already? we were talking about quantum. I, I don't know what we're talking about anymore because because Daryl is taking over the show, and I want that to be a soundbite. Just Sean saying, "I don't know what we're talking about anymore," <laughs> because D- Daryl has taken over the show, and it's just a hot mess. But um, but Candace, what is your favorite word? <laughs> <laughs> this is inside the insane person studio. Yeah, exactly. And, I like um, that podcast name. Dar- Daryl is sitting in a chair with no pants on and a and, oh. and a tie. I'm just watching me because I'm seriously doing that. Yeah. I'm sitting in a chair with no pants on. Oh, okay. Let's talk about something ridiculous. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I thought uh, your acting in was <laughs> scrumptiousent. <laughs> oh my god. Go ahead. Um, go ahead, Candace. Go ahead. Real steel. How do we feel about this? Rock'em, sock'em, robots. Can't wait till it comes on Netflix. Like Like seeing that this is based off of an actual Twilight Zone. It was based off a short story that was also based off of an episode of the Twilight Zone. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And the fact that, you know, Hugh Jackman is still, like, essentially shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, in in this film, it's <laughs> if I was if I was twelve, my inner twelve year old would be excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, I look at it now and I'm like, you know, I could, I'm, I don't, I'm not excited about it, but I'm not going to sit there and piss all over it either. Well, yeah, you, you know, at first, at first, like when I saw the trailer, this is before they introduced the kid aspect. I was like, you've got to be kidding me! Why are they making this movie? And two, why is Hugh Jackman in it? And then when they introduced the trailers with the kid aspect, my little lady heart was like, "Oh!" So now I kind of want to go and see it, and I'm so embarrassed about that. But there's nothing uh-oh. to be embarrassed about. I mean, it's it's a rated PG, you know, it's a rated PG kids film about about a about a guy who used to be a kick-ass boxer, and now the boxing game has changed, and now he has to get a robot and a kid, you know, and a little kid helps him build a robot, and they play rock'em yeah. sock'em robots. Yeah, you know, and it's and it's okay. I mean, it's this isn't for us. But I'd actually prefer to see the robots hitting each other than people. So I guess yes. that's a good message. With Transformers, you could watch that. Um, no. You didn't like Transformers. The first one was great. I can't mm-hmm. watch the other two. I can't. Really? Can't do it. I actually really? saw a saw a promo for the Transformers Three coming to DVD, and mm-hmm. they liter- they actually said. The greatest action movie of all time. Oh no, no, they just like who said that? No, 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 nobody said it. It's just like they'll put like clips of the screen of like you know people saying this. This excerpt was taken from like this magazine or from this website or from this post or whatever. And like what but that they, okay. that had to be from an article that said the greatest action movie of all time is not Transformers Three, <laughs> and they left off that part. I will fight somebody. You tell me whoever said that. You tell you find out and you send send me their address because I'm knocking on a door. What and I'm bringing why? Seagal and Van Damme with me. <laughs> well, you know, I heard a podcast that was talking about how great Transformers was. We had fun. We had fun with Transformers Three. My inner, my inner twelve year old was happy with it. I know it's not the greatest film in American cinema. I know that. I for didn't a fact. see it, so I ain't going to talk about it. But I had no interest in it. They either. had Irish. You know what, Candace? They actually had a red Italian Transformer. 
He was he was Italian. No, he was a red he was a red sports car. Anyway, yes, but he was Italian. Daryl Daryl grown people are talking about now. Daryl 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 Taylor, hold on. No, 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 I'm explaining because he don't want it. He don't want to let it come out. No, I know. But I'm going to bad taste. I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying that. Will you please let me talk? Okay, fine. I need you to hush. Okay. Hush. All right, now, like I was saying, like just like with the with the second film where they had like those those robots that just made no, absolutely no sense. Uh, let me, motherfucker, let me talk. Okay, <laughs> just, just like in the second film where you had like the robots that like many people thought were uh, schism flat, many felt that they were stereotypical. What they mm-hmm. did with the third film, it's got a shitload of action. But <laughs> what they decided to do is they had a fixer. They had like this this uh, transformer that was a fixer. I think he was Irish. They had they did have an Italian sports car, but I didn't know he was actually a quote unquote Italian. Um, they had Decepticon robots that had uh, that had funky dreadlocks. They had they they attacked all stereotypes in this film. They attacked Wait. all stereotypes. But let me finish, please. Let me finish. <laughs> but the action sequences and the stuff they did in the film were things that when I was 12 years old, I always wanted to see um, yeah. as far as like out of Transformers. The story itself, it's, it's a Michael Bay film. What do you expect? I don't really expect much when I walk into a Michael Bay film because Michael Bay is the type of person that can build explosions and he can build action, but sometimes story isn't his strongest suit. So walking into it, if I pay $4 for a matinee, I know what I'm getting. If I pay, <laughs> if I pay 10 to $11 in the evening, and I walk out pissed. That's my own fault. But yeah. but my inner twelve year old, I was cool with it. I did not like TF two, and I've said that a number of times. I did not like that movie at all. But mm-hmm. one, I'm cool with to a point. Three, I enjoyed. But and then that's pretty much it. You enjoy what you enjoy. Now, now having said that, going back to Daryl and his bad taste in movies, where that started with was this discussion of how myself and Julian enjoyed Tron Legacy. Um, because it's pretty much. Oh, a- I loved it. Thank you. See, once again, once again, Daryl. See, someone else that loves Tron Legacy, not you. Um, see, the thing is, is that like we saw that as like a high concept mainstream art film, uh-huh. and you know, but or flickering lights. It's not flickering okay. lights. It's okay. not. It's not flickering lights. There is an uh-huh. actual story behind it. There is an ac- there's an actual story behind, it. and it's a beautiful film. Yeah, it's called Star Wars. It is not Star. How do you get Star Wars out of Tron? How? Oh, How do Obi-Wan. you get Star? How did they get the pig in the Matrix? Motherfucker, he is not Obi Wan Kenobi. If he was Obi, he is not Obi Wan Kenobi. If if uh, Senior Flynn was Obi Wan Kenobi, he wouldn't Mexican. I know <laughs> Senior, like I just because I can't remember well, his first name. Oh, pig. all right, never mind. I he makes he, he makes Flynn. roasted pig in the computer world. He makes roasted pig. It's a all. It's a he's living within a virtual world, so he could create whatever he wants to live and sustain off of. He created a universe within the digital realm, which has advanced itself from the eighty from the eighties to the aughts. He's been in there forever. Forever for him, he's been there a span of like a gajillion lifetimes, as you know. Which because like computer realm time is different from different from real world time, and that was explained in the first Tron movie. But what I'm trying to say is, is that artistically, that is a beautiful film, and there is a story. There's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. 
And the use of the quote-unquote flickering lights, the use of the 3D technology to create depth perception in the movie, it's not that type of 3D where, hey, I'm punching you in the face, look at my fist. It's not used for that. It's used to create depth. And I'm not the biggest 3D person in the world. I don't, because like I wear glasses and it makes me nauseous. But in this sense, it works for the simple fact that it uses depth perception to bring the images out. And it gives it more, it just like I said, gives it more depth. It's a really good movie. If you don't like it, that's cool, but don't shit on it. That's what I'm trying to say. And oh, the, the shit is all on top of it. Yeah, because right that's, that's what you do. And that's, why, and, and that's why we say you got bad taste in movies. You're the one that watched that movie called Bitch Slap. What? That was awesome, and Donnie picked it. <laughs> Donnie hates that movie, too. That was a steaming pile of shit. You <laughs> it, know was. it was. It was. It was. <laughs> See, don't so don't sit here and that judge. was fun though. But it, it was, was fun to talk about it though. That was different. Don't sit here and judge my taste in don't judge my taste in movies when your taste is worse than mine. You judge mine first. <laughs> I judge. Go go ahead, Donnie. Speak. On. Just let's just because this is getting carried away. Just remember, we're all friends here, Sean. <laughs> no, I, I know we all friends, Sean. I mean, it's true that other podcasters have nicknames for Daryl like Doctor Hatred. <laughs> 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 I kind of like that name though. But the man, if he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. That's his taste. Oh no! Just I, like it's, it's, it, he doesn't have to like Tron. Uh, oh no! And you don't, you, you don't have to like Transformers. You don't, <laughs> oh, you don't have to. I know. Well, I did like the part when the Irish Transformer walks into a bar and he starts drinking. No, he did not go to a bar. And start yes, drinking. he did. Yes, he See, did. See, no, it's just, it's just, it's just the Italian Transformers say stuff like. Hey, you're gonna get whacked, or no? I don't no, know. Yes, no, it no, wasn't a yes. No, it was, he, no, yes, he no, did. No, it didn't. No, yes, he did. <laughs> no, yes, he did. The Rastafarian transformer no. transformed and said, "I got like five jobs." No, <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. No, it didn't. Oh, yes, he did. See, see, Donnie, this is why. This is why Daryl is such a pain. See. <laughs> This is why he is such a pain. Bad boy lazy only got three jobs, don't you know? <laughs> he transforms in reggae. Reggaeton. It's in reggae when he transforms. It's it's awesome. Do you remember that on um in Living Color? Living Color, yeah. David Wayne yeah. used to do that. Hey mom. Hey mom, hey, time to go to <laughs> that, work. That's what he said. That's what he said. Optimus, hey mom. No, he did not. Yes, he, he did. did not. They had a British transformer. That transformer. Okay, he was okay. blue. Okay, stop it, please. He was. He had a. He had a. He had a British Darryl, accent. Daryl, I'm politely asking you to stop. <laughs> all right, you don't want the people to know the truth. All right, fine. No, they. Daryl, you seldom tell the truth. It's the truth, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of all the listeners that will be listening to this episode once it airs, I want to personally apologize on the behalf of Candace Flem. I want to personally apologize on the behalf of myself. I want to personally apologize on the behalf of Donnie Salvo. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will not apologize for Daryl Taylor. I refuse. I absolutely positively refuse. Apologize for Daryl Taylor. I know he doesn't apologize for Daryl Taylor. I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I promise you, I promise you the next PKD black box will be, will have higher standards, I swear. If there is another one, I, 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 don't, know. I don't know if there's going to be another one now. I, I, I am thoroughly defeated. Oh, oh thanks, Daryl. I'm out of another job.
we should just talk about stuff we d- stuff we did in the eighties as kids, like all the little fads and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can we can we can we can do that. I mean, did I- you guys have hypercolor shirts? Oh, like Ocean Pacific. Hmm? Ocean Pacific had the hypercolor. Oh, remember shirts? Ocean Pacific, and then the muscle pants. What yeah. muscle really? pants? What are muscle pants? The, the, the weightlifters used to wear, man. They were all like crazy neon colors. Oh, Donnie, okay. I lived in a black neighborhood. What are you? <laughs> we didn't. I didn't wear that, Donnie. Or do Much you like white those? fashion, Daryl. Where you think it started? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember those those pants? They were like the tiger pants. Yeah, Zubaz. Zubaz. Yes. yes. I yes. still wear those. They're good. Uh, I believe you do. At least you're wearing some pants. You too. Every- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we no. believe you, Daryl. We no. believe you. The the, the hypercolor t-shirts you had, like Ocean Pacific had a line. Hobie. Hobie had a line. H-O-B-I-E. Uh, you also had a Rude Dog clothing. Yep. And Rude Dog became so popular, he had his own cartoon on NBC. They made the muscle pants, man. Yeah, they did make the muscle pants. They sure did. Um, let's see. What else was there? There was Bugle Boy. Bugle Boy jeans? Yes. Oh yeah, I had those. I remember those. Z Cavarici. Oh, don't 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 you start talking about Z Cavarici. <laughs> you you going back to like uh what was the name of that store? Chess King. What? Z- I don't even know what that is. Z- I think I've heard of it, but Yeah, Z Cavarici, well, in my hometown in my hometown, all yeah. the Z Cavarici clothes came from Chess King. I had Gordon Gartrell's. Oh my gosh, that is not even real. Exactly. Won't you quit reminiscing over the Cosby show? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, that was the only daddy I knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I told you not to call me anymore with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are we all supposed to do our Cosby impressions? Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one. She told me put the pants on, and I said, you just sound like you're constipated right <laughs> exactly. That's how you do it. Well, Cosby impersonation. That's how you do it. <laughs> and I don't want to put the pants on. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 ho. Am I crazy? Because I, I mentioned this episode of The Cosby Show to a co-worker, and they looked at me like I was crazy. Do you remember the episode whenever... Um, Cliff took Rudy and Kenny slash Bud and like who was Peter? Peter was the chubby kid. Yep. Yes, yes. Here we go. He took them and maybe one other person to a fancy restaurant. Yes, and, yes. And the didn't hamburger he, incident. Yeah, but didn't Kenny call Croutons Croutons? Yes, yes, yes he episode? did. Yes. Okay. I say Croutons all the time because of that and nobody knows what I'm talking about. That's because they just don't want to remember the past because that's what happened. <laughs> And I always, in my head, I'm always walking around saying, challenge! <laughs> Have that in my well, head what, was that the, Was that the episode where, like, Rudy was, like, in a dance class? And yes. then, like, and Bill and, like, I'm um, sorry, Cliff had to wait for, for her to get out of class. So, like, there's this old man yeah. that wanted to dance with him and challenge him. Yeah. Yes. The guy was, like, a thousand and six. <laughs> like, gender or something, and he kept challenging him on the... And I remember uh, there was this is when I still used to re- record TV shows on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one episode where uh, Vanessa and her friends wanted to be a singing group. Yes. And they yes. sang the locomotion. Dude. Yes. And then they had that lady who's probably a famous jazz singer. And I don't know who she is. They had her be their teacher and they didn't want to learn all the basics of singing. 
I remember oh, yeah, that. I remember that one, yeah. And then Claire got mad because, like, they were stuffing their bras with, <laughs> with Kleenex, and she went and ripped the Kleenex out of their bras. That was classic. <laughs> that was classic. Uh, good old days. For, for, for everybody that said that the Cosby Show was like too perfect for, there's like there's no way a black family can have a doctor and a lawyer, and and a, and a perfect family. That family was not perfect, and it, that that family had so many issues, especially toward the end of the run, the end of the run of that show. Show, yeah. show you that that family was not. Yeah, Rudy perfect. was an alcoholic. A bud was um, a drug dealer. D- Daryl, see, oh. this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about right here. Cliff was selling prescription meds <laughs> on the side. This is not Breaking Bad. This is. The oh, I'm sorry. My Shut bad. up. Uh, okay. Raven still- Simone got hooked up with that Disney Corporation. Oh my God, she was never the same. <laughs> no, she, she became rich. She became yeah. rich when she got with with Disney. She was balling. Is what she was doing. Oh, that's weird. I actually liked that. So Raven, am I horrible for saying that? No, 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 not at all. I mean, hell, that made her worth like half a billion dollars. Yeah, she had a father. She's not worth a half a billion dollars. Yeah, there was. She's not worth a half a billion dollars. Uh huh. There was there was there was a period of time. There was a period of time where they said her worth was near between three hundred million and five hundred million dollars. Because because that reason number two not to wake up tomorrow morning, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) And I am sorry, sir. And that concludes this week's PKD Black Box. The PKD Black Box is a proud member of the HHWLOD Podcast Network and is available at hhwlod.com and is also available via iTunes. And you can still go to pkdmedia.com to get our podcast, check out our form, and read comics like Mercury and the Murd, Agents of Cult, and Luke Foster's The Gang from the Store for free. If you're on iTunes or our forum board, feel free to leave us a comment, or you can email us at blackbox at pkdmedia.com. Thanks again for listening. Until then, dream big and hustle hard. The real hip hop MCM and DJ from your own mind, you know. You know. I guess right now we should start the show. Hey, Candice, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, I, I see that Daryl has joined us as well. Oh, great. I mean, yay. What show is this for again? I, I don't... I don't. Be, be, because you record too many podcasts. That's your problem. I just got back from London, so I was trying... I, I didn't have time to talk to my publisher. What, 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 were, you, what were you doing in London? I, I was uh, talking to the, uh, the bishop and the dukes and them about, you know... <sighs> Boy, the only Dukes you know are Bo and Luke. Exactly. We were talking about my music career, you know, my you know, my little album I'm dropping internationally. <laughs> anyway, so what what are you what are you people doing? I don't know. What what are we supposed Wait to do? Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. What, what you talking what you talking about album dropping? You, look, just because you use Songify to to make a song called <laughs> I Love Spaghetti. Don't 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 that's big that's big and and you know what is number one on the um on the uh make music out of the basement urban charts so don't don't try to is put down my music paper, is a sheet of paper with one thing written on it really a chart it, it, <laughs> it's a chart not only 
you know, when I when I when I drop the "Don't Look at Me" single next week, you're gonna see. You don't even have to is. drop that single. I'm just gonna not look at you anyway. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm big there. That's all right. You know, I'm a big deal. You know what? You're there. big everywhere. Yes, I'm yeah. a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I sure am, and I'm glad a woman said it <laughs> without me having to pay. Oh, Thank Lord. You. Sean, I think I may need to take three-minute vomit breaks during this one. I understand. Just to let you know. I'm going to send y'all copies of the album. Y'all going to get some signed copies. It's going to be... Daryl, you can't even spell your own name. Exactly. Thank you. That's why I have people to do it for me. That that don't don't matter. R. Kelly Kelly does the same thing. You know that? Yeah, I'm an artiste. No, I'm just playing. There was a a rumor going around for years that that R. Kelly... um, was uh, somewhat illiterate. Oh, really? Oh, but he can't. I mean, he can write music. He can write. Yeah. He can write music. But there was a rumor going around years ago that he was illiterate. So, Do you uh, believe that? A piece of me it. does. Oh, really? <laughs> he has sharks in this thing, and in my estate, I have an octopus. In, in you my, don't have an octopus I have at an your estate. estate. He doesn't uh, have an estate. I have an octopus <laughs> called Pickles, and um. Oh my God. I feed him all the. You know. Speaking of pickles, speaking of speaking of pickles, before we get started with this, <laughs> remember when we were children, there were these books called Sweet Pickles? I don't think I remember, I don't remember that. You don't remember Sweet Pickles? Hold on, let me see if I can find a uh, an image. Is that what the man made you read when you sat in the back of the van? What uh, is that? N- no, you smart ass. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I didn't... I didn't. I didn't know if it was real or not. You, you know, you got jokes. You really do. You really got jokes. Are they jokes if nobody thinks they're funny? That is they're, true. That they're is hilarious. True. I'm doing stand-up um, at the improv. Um, I think you're doing sit-down. We just know that you're that lazy. <laughs> well, that's too. That's what I'm doing. It's, that's what makes it so um, special because it's a sit-down at the stand-up. And it, it's going to be big at the improv in a couple of weeks. That's the date. I, I just sent y'all uh, a link to the Sweet Pickles books. It was um, a, there was a set of juvenile, a juvenile. Uh, oh, I know juvenile, juvenile. S- shut up, boy. Back that thing up. Back that thing. What? No, hush. Hush. What? There were a series of kids' books from the '70s to the '90s that had a bunch of animal characters. And I remember reading these as a kid, like, um, because you had alligator, zebra, and they all had their own distinct personalities. Uh, Oh, I was busy with my cartel back then. I wasn't reading those. Those look familiar. I think these were written by the same guy who wrote the Arthur the Aardvark series, right? Or at least illustrated by the same person. I'm not sure. I mean, the art style is similar. Um, Yeah. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Because you never read. I was making that paper, son. Back in school, you don't I have. You I never had a cartel. Paper, son. I had this look. We had this. Uh, the lunch ladies. We had this gang fight with the lunch ladies that year. You know what, Daryl? Daryl. Hard work, man. Daryl, I'm looking at the cast of characters in Sweet Pickles, and you are officially yakety yak. We lost. We lost a lot of good soldiers during that battle. I'm telling you, yakety yak. I, I, I need you to curb. I need you to curb it right now. I need you to curb it. Where do I find Yakety Yak's picture? Like if you like if you, if you're still on the home page and yeah. like um if you scroll down to after who stole alligator shoe and zip go zebra, there's like yeah. a little page that has all the characters and on the last row 
right next to the Sweet Pickles logo, there's a yak saying yak, 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 and it says oh, yak, yak, yak underneath. Listen, that is totally you know, And every time we would we wouldn't say a soldier died, we would say a soldier took a nap, and we would pour out a little bit of the quarter water juice as a memorial. I feel like I feel like Daryl is the Charlie Sheen in this. He just is, yes, he saying is. nonsense, you know. Yes, he is the Charlie Sheen of podcast. Well, I am a warlock and a wizard, so I, I do. Just I because, do magic. Just, just because you wear a bathrobe to work does not make you a wizard or or. A I am a warlock. All right. And he wears he wears flip flops with socks, which is yes. gross. Flaggedless, wickedless. And what? I say the magic words and things happen. Is that like a ghetto Harry Potter? What are you doing? Well, yeah. That kind of, when I stand on the train, I usually get the seat that I'm standing in front of. Yeah, he calls, a, he, he, he calls a gun a Gatticus. Yeah. Oh Gatticus Bacchus. All right. No, all right, Daryl. I need you to act right now. I need you to act right. I, I need you to act us right us, okay? <laughs> I, I don't know, sir. I don't know. Sean, I, do. I think that's impossible. Yes, that is. <laughs> that is extremely true. I so, wasn't baby. raised against that way, so I don't think I could do it. So please um, stop it right now. I can't stop. help with this because it's I can't stop it. Someone do a spell against so we can I'm going to bitches slap you us if you don't stop it. I shield against <laughs> that spell against. Oh, with, my uh, gosh. This is just already off the rails. This is so too early. <laughs> and we haven't even it's too early. It's too early. Power of the quarter water. Power of the quarter water. Oh my gosh. Quarter waters. Quarter waters don't what even is- exist no more. Are quarter waters like snow cones? What are no, those no, no. really? Quarter waters oh. were like these, like, like in my neighborhood, they were these small water bottles. Like, you know, your average, like, 16 ounce water bottle? It's, yeah. It was an eight ounce water bottle. And um, and you paid a quarter for it. Also, depending on where you were, if they weren't like eight ounce bottles of mini bottles of water, they yeah. were these things called little jugs, which looked like it looked like a plastic see through barrel, and it had uh, basically sugar water in different flavors like orange, grape, sugar water, and crack. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, because they came in orange, grape, red. Because nobody knew what the flavor red was, but they drank it, and yeah. um, and there was blue. <laughs> Nobody knows what the red was, but they drank it. Because it wasn't red pop. It wasn't red pop, but it wasn't fruit punch. It had a weird taste, and you would forget your whole day. Like, you would, like, black out for part (laughs) of the the day. But see, see, but that just takes me back. Because, yeah, we had quarter waters, and some people will call the little jugs quarter waters. And the way the little jugs were made, like I said before, it was a plastic plastic barrel, and you could see the juice on the inside of it. And it had, like, an aluminum top that that you could just peel off. Oh, God, how did we drink that stuff? Oh, I remember those. I don't know, but we did it. I think the blue was always my favorite. My yeah. uh, mother told me not to drink it, but I didn't listen. I did it anyway. You, you, Daryl, right now we're not listening to you. I didn't. But that's all right. I came through it, okay. and I'm alive now. Uh, I made it through the storm. You saw my behind the music special as I got through it. You know, I'm not paying. My no addiction to the quarter waters. Yeah. I got through that. Tommy, Tommy, I'm not paying no, no attention to you. Right Is yeah. Daryl talking? I just hear this like, yeah, pretty much. That's all I hear. You know, okay. Right, right now, right now, Tommy is looking for a job, and I um, swear, y'all, I know what just, doing. that's all right. That's all right. But okay, this is what we're gonna do. Um, 
basically, like I said in the email I sent a, a while ago, we're going to talk about Empire Strikes Back, and we're going we're not just going to like talk about it like how every podcast like talks about it, like from like the, the aspect of the movie and stuff like that. We're going to talk about the stuff that like surrounded our lives during that period of time in the eighties, okay, and stuff like that. You know, so like basically stories that you have that like kind of like involve your watching of the movie and things that you did around that period of time. And stuff like that. We're just gonna have fun with it, and we're gonna talk about some other stuff too. You know, Jim is making a comeback. Yes. Um, Why? Hush. Want nobody talking to you right now? I Why? didn't say. I, I didn't say, Daryl. That that the statement was specifically for you. Did I? Did I say that? Well, it's Mr. Daryl, actually, but we'll get into that on the show. Once again, you cannot sing a song about spaghetti using Songify. And and iTunes and and, and auto tune it. I have you know Timberland dropped that track for me. We was at the studio a couple weeks ago, (laughs) and he had mixed that for me, son. I will have you know. Oh my God, Candace, that is your friend. I want you to know. No, he is yours. He's your (laughs) friend. I'm not claiming ownership. I don't claim anything. Timberland, son, Timberland. I'm trying to hang on to my sanity as I listen to this, and it's very difficult. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah, that's not going to last after this show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I don't know how I survived you and Donnie, so I, it's, <laughs> it's amazing that I'm here right now. <laughs> I, I, I think... Oh, I think back and I'm like, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> I don't... You did something wonderful. You created something great. That's Wonderfully insane. Yes. How, how many yes, times how many times did they mispronounce stuff? On, on, um I don't know that I can count that high. Oh, you know what? Before we start, let me tell you something, Daryl. Next That's time n- next time next time you decide <laughs> to go off on me a number of times on a podcast. Captain correction. You know you. what? You know what? See, I'm gonna tell you something how foul you are. Because see, you know, don't don't be like they insulted me on the PKD black box. They insulted me. And you going to sit there. You going to sit there and talk shit about me. See, at least the stuff when we talk bad about you on our show, we dealt I, with facts. Not only did I talk bad about you, I texted you to let you know when I got finished doing it. But at least I brought facts. All your stuff was false. Mine was factual, Mr. Correction. <laughs> I'm sorry, you Captain Correction. You just salty because Picard got more play than Kirk. That's- oh. I would have you know, even his gallbladder <laughs> sells more than Ew. Picard is worth. Um, yeah. but, but you know what, sir? Um, you do realize that... How can I say this? You do realize that Patrick Stewart has a better acting resume than William Shatner, right? La, 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 la. Move on with the show, please. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bargaining with crazy. You no. just got to just la, let it be. La, 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 no, no la. problem. All right. Well, okay. We'll go ahead. And and also, we, we might talk about, and we talked about a little bit on Twitter a couple of days ago, about um, um, undercovers. We might talk about that a little uh, bit. Okay. We might That's talk under about Under the covers? No, Daryl. boy. What? I said undercovers, fool. Oh. You heard me. You heard me. Oh, see, you trying to you trying to get my ire up. I don't know what you, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you ain't at your grandma's house. Act right. I don't know what you're Darryl, talking about. Daryl, I just have to ask, what is this um, picture of yours? Is that you at a bar, surrounded like flanked by Superman and then flanked by Wonder Woman? Yeah, we hang out a couple of times. We drink every now and then. No, every it, what what he did is somebody did a bad Photoshop job. Yeah, and, and, like and imposed soups and uh, Linda Carter. Wow. I, listen. But that's all right. Haters gonna hate. 
I'm, I'm, that's cool. Well, won't I'll you, write my next song. Won't you I'm, go I'm ahead? To you. Okay, well that's cool. Won't you go ahead and hop on Songify and make <laughs> and make that song and continue to ruin music with auto tune? Go ahead. Is, song, is Songify really a thing? Yeah, it's an app. Ca- it, it is an actual app that you can use and you can sing into it, and then it creates like it, it creates music with your auto tune voice. What? That is awesome. Yes, but people make bad songs with it, like Daryl. Timberland, <laughs> me and Timberland was in the studio. Puff wanted to get down with it, but I said, nah, I don't want you on this track. Next track, next track. So we're going to um, handle it. And But that album, One Pack, is going to be out next. Oh, wait to the show. Come on, let's let's start this up. I can talk about what I'm doing. You know, okay. All right, all right. I got to I gotta go to Paris in about two hours. I so. need you to shut up now. Hello? Because we about yeah. to get started. I'm convinced. Yeah. I'm okay. convinced that he podcasts from his room at the mental institution. Just saying. Uh, yes, uh, I agree. Listen, they are my assistants. The people in the white suits, the women, they are my assistants. Daryl, you are wasting uh, time. Let's get this on the road. Alrighty, let's let's go ahead and get this started. All right. I will not be yelled at. You will be yelled at. <laughs> I will not. Be you will be. I will bitch slap you. <laughs> I will. Not, I will not be slapped. Well, Candace, okay. What are you going to uh-huh. be wearing when you slap me? Um, let's not talk about no. this right no. now. No, we, we, we are going to move along. We're going to move along. All right, here, uh, we, go. here we go. All right, fine. Sean, um, do you have the originals on DVD, or you still watch your VHS copies? Um, I have, I have the, I have the originals on DVD when they came out with those, um, with with those DVDs. Uh, that had the uh, that had the quote unquote well once again a new version of Star Wars Empire mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi and then like they had a bonus disc that was the that were the original versions of the film but they weren't remastered and okay. basically they were four by three letterbox so it doesn't take up your whole television unfortunately it, it, I had that I, I wish it took up the whole television so it would be a nice complete widescreen instead it's like just in the middle of my TV which I don't like but I still yeah. ha- I have the I have the VHS uh, widescreen set too so you know I could go back and I could go back and look at it, it it's cool I don't like I said I, this stuff just doesn't bother me anymore it, it, it really doesn't there are other problems in the world for, you know that 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 have more weight than a man that has constantly revised his own film a gajillion times. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I just it doesn't really matter to me anymore. That's well, very, I, if you that's if you want to stop this travesty that he's been doing, go to my first off, first off, Daryl, 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 Daryl. What? What? I'm, I'm Candace was about to say something. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Candace. I'm sorry. I just said that Sean was making a very good point. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. Why would you even say that? Why would you even say that? Okay. Because there are bigger problems in the world than what George Lucas does to Star Wars. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, there is. But any, I don't, any, I don't know what it could be. Anyway, uh, boy, I swear to God, you I are just trying. You are you are being real trifling right now. Like if White Castle had closed, I think that would be a bigger problem. Yes, if that had happened. Oh, okay. You know what I wish would close? Your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna write that song down. I think that's a single. I th- you know what? We can record later. I think we can we can do something with that song. But anyway, let's get back to okay. Yeah, let's yes. get back let, to Star Trek. Let, okay, what had happened? We're not talking about Star Trek, man. That's another show. 
Oh, okay. that's that's another show. We're not talking. I will not show. be here for that one. And, and I don't blame you, Candace, because the way Star Galactica. It, it, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Daryl, I really need you to shut up right now. <laughs> I really need you to hush. So, uh, you know, when, when I when I cue you, Daryl, the floor will be yours. But until then, I need you just to, Tommy. So when you when Tommy, you do the Tommy music, I want that's when I'm supposed to come on. Is that what you say? No, no, Tommy. When when I, when I cue you, you can speak. Okay. All right. When I cue you, Tommy, you can speak. All right, cool. But um, okay. You know what? Y'all act like y'all act like I got like Denzel power or something like that. I I have no Denzel power. I don't even have Fred Berry power right now. So I know you. you see, he's saying this right now. And that man passed away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all I could think shit of right now. Rerun? So I'm not shitting on rerun. I was a big fan of rerun when I was a kid. Can I'm you just do saying. The dance? Oh, the the pop pop and lock. Yes, I can do the dance. I, that uh, man, that man broke one law recording a concert he wasn't supposed to, and you just <laughs> never Doobie let him brothers, go. Let him go. You just never let it go. <laughs> Captain correction again. Just judgment. Just, just judgment. <laughs> we are not going to talk about what's happening. We are not going to talk about what's happening. We're not. Uh, he would try to pay his tab. At the soda shop, and you just listen, Daryl. This is not the time for you to talk about your infatuation with Big Shirley. So we we <laughs> we got to move on. We got to. I believe her name was just Shirley. No, it was Big Shirley. Was- <laughs> <laughs> you leave Big Shirley alone. Oh, Daryl has made this show a hot fucking mess. And he really has. Yes, he has. We, you know what? Excuse me. Do we need the language. Yes, yes. It's a yes. Show. This is not a family show. Oh, oh. I got children listening to this show, and you're gonna <laughs> gonna curse like this, Daryl. I'm more horrified that you have like procreated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean my? I don't have children for me. I other people's children. Oh, okay. Thank no. God. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Last thing we need: little little Taylor's running around. And Little right Darryl. now, whenever this is released, Amber Alert's a plenty. Where are your children? The first time Amber Alerts have been, <laughs> been <laughs> alerted in all 50 states yes. and parts of Canada and Mexico. Yes. The Amber Alert podcast. <laughs> Taylor Alerts. Taylor Alerts. Taylor Alerts. <laughs> oh my God. I'm Scott Mayo, and welcome to the Amber heard. Alert podcast. My host, Daryl Taylor. Oh, jeez, okay. And I wear a cheat coat for every episode. Hmm. And a podcast out of a van. No, it's just Daryl, please stop. Please. I can just hear pieces of Sean's soul dying every time you talk. <laughs> I'm trying to kill it. I'm you know trying to kill it. It is. You know what's cracking me up is because I know how, how organized Sean is. <laughs> And right now he's just sitting in front of his computer, and, and his left hand's just shaking. Shocking. Yes, <laughs> and, and Donnie is absolutely right. And he's got no control over the situation. I have no control over it at all. Absolutely, positively, no control. I wish I had a way to help, but there's just no saving this one. No, no, there is no saving this one. This one, like I said, it's it's a hot mess. I'm willing to accept it. I'm willing to deal with it, and I just Claire. accept. It. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel like this one might get negative downloads. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will. Can we subtract downloads from the other show? Just No. <laughs> no. Uh, I will not allow it. Oh, Lord. Well, you know, you should advertise this show on Nothing's On because this is exactly what our listeners expect. Yes. <laughs> but with better sound quality. 
Oh, why you gotta hit me? I no, no, I wasn't hitting you. I was hitting Daryl. No, no, no. Because see, Donnie saves that show every week. He really does. <laughs> what? Because <I'm> <laughs> I was there. You know, right now, if a serial killer had got on this show, he would compliment <laughs> the serial killer just to insult me right now. <laughs> and what are your feelings about Beastmaster, Mr. Gacy? <laughs> Now <laughs> you shut the hell up. We're tired of your shit. Quiet, Daryl. We're talking to Mr. Gacy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Come on. There's some good stuff in here. You got to be able to save something. Oh, no, no. I, I will put this episode up. And before the episode, like before, like the talk actually begins, <laughs> I will put out a disclaimer letting people know. That I apologize on the behalf of all the listeners that are about to listen to this podcast. That announced this- that it's Candace's last show ever. Yes, <laughs> anywhere. Yes, be- because of me. Because of me, Candace has decided to retire from acting. Has decided to retire from podcasting, and has decided to just like just I've leave. Retired from life. Life. I've from life. <laughs> all because of this episode. She just said, "Fuck it. I'm done with all you motherfuckers. I yep. cannot deal with you again. I Pretty can't." Much. You know, and not only that, but like the sound quality from Candace's end is like been fantastic. And like, you know, there's been no like computer, computer takeover. And now yeah. that we have this great quality, I've got this jacked up episode to go with it. Um, yeah. Daryl, don't even say nothing. Daryl, why do you have to <laughs> take over interviews? Like, are you in that much need of, of attention? Uh, and the fact that it took him seven years the fact ago. that it took him that long to answer that question <laughs> I think yes. we need sad Sean she asked me it's about me right now okay <laughs> can we go back to me you know what you, you know dun, 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 dun. Yeah, exactly he's just being a hot mess right now what else mess. can we talk about that's interesting um let's see what else can we talk Candace do you have anything that you want to talk about let's talk about quantum leap since we're here I don't know okay oh boy oh boy <laughs> I want. Did you guys all watch it, you know, religiously, or did you come into it on DVD, or are you just not fans? I watched it, but not all the time. But I, yeah, I was. I watched it, but not a lot here and there. I've been watching it now. The whole thing's on Netflix, Mm -hmm. on Instant Watch. So I've been like uh, every once in a while popping in an episode hither and thither. That's that's the same with me. I've been like a a Netflix person with it. And like I watched key episodes on NBC. Like when they would cut those promos, if the episode caught my interest, I would watch it. And then then when they had that uh, evil leaper or whatever that, uh, you know, you know, basically wasn't that like uh, Scott Bakula with a mustache or something like that. But I don't know that I ever got to see the evil leaper, though. That would that's what makes me sad. Yeah. Was she a woman? I, I, I cannot remember. I, I, yeah, she was a female leaper. Okay, I, that I. And it was a black. Uh, it was a guy that played. I think the. Uh, it was a black actor that played her info guy. Oh, what? okay. All right. All right, all right Daryl. Info guy. No, because that was, that was getting interesting. Because I didn't. I was like, uh, <laughs> sometimes like, it was a I, black guy who played her, yeah. and then he stopped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can find it. info guy. Yeah, this sentence structure sometimes will just leave you all confused. Info guy, do you mean Al? Yes, but what do they call Al? Al. Al. What was Al's job? <laughs> oh. Al. <laughs> What's Al's name? Al communicated with Ziggy. That Ziggy. Yeah, was that's right, Ziggy. 
Ziggy was a computer. Was now Al was a hologram, right? No, I don't. He's a real person. Oh uh, yeah, he was a hologram, wasn't he? I think but so. he was a person though that projected to him from the future. Yes. <laughs> See, it's true. I didn't make it up. You act like well, I made it up. No, but was that English? No, it wasn't. He said, "Projected from him, from you, from the future." <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, um, I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Uh, I, I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't deal with this no more. I can't. I, can't. I still love you, Daryl. Oh, Thank you. God. Thank you, sweet mother Lord. Glad they all don't hate me. Sweet mother Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Contagious. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> We can't even talk about Quantum Leap. Oh, my God. No, no, we can't. No, no, we can't. This is just a hot... Why not? Uh, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No lie. No lie. They said she, she was worth a good amount of money during the peak of That's So Raven. So, yeah. Wow. Insane. I mean, hey, man, like, if if Disney likes you, if Disney likes you, they'll take good care of you. You know, well, they gave her her own sitcom on ABC Family, and it lasted, I think, two episodes. I think it's, Not, I think it's still I think it's going. Still, it's, I remember when they were casting for that, and I totally thought I had a shot. And the next thing I know, they're like, "We've cast Raven Simone." I was like, "I never had a shot," because <laughs> I thought they were going to cast like you know, try to cast from a pool of unknowns, and then they go straight to Raven Simone. So that was interesting. Mm. Well, she did have that. Well, it's probably because she was too old to keep doing that. So Raven. Well, she was. Well, the thing so is, they want to keep her doing something, so they just gave her this thing. Well, yeah, but then again, see, at the same time, they, they stopped filming like that. So Raven episode was like a long time ago. They had stopped filming them and were still airing them. Yep. Like airing new episodes. Oh yeah, they had a they had a bunch of yeah. stuff. They had a bunch of stuff in the can when they were working on that production. You know, because they didn't know they didn't know if that uh, I forget the like the lead character the uh, the lead uh, the guy that was Raven's friend on that show. He yeah, had, he went to jail, right? Yeah, yeah, he got in trouble a couple of times. I'm like, how many times are you gonna get in trouble? Whoop, there he is again. Alrighty. Stupid. That's you know how much money he pissed away doing that? Huh? You can't tell these that folks nothing. Oh, that was stupid. You know, it, it was like it was like the brother the, the brother <laughs> see, it's like the brother that played uh Pete Ross in Smallville. Yeah, uh-uh. he just fucked oh, up yeah. everything. You know. What happened? Why did he did he get kicked off the first season or second season? No. No, what he happened? was in it he was in it for what about three four seasons and then he was off of it went to er he did a couple of bit roles got a role on er playing one of the early interns and then he got caught up in the selling um what was it ecstasy he was selling drugs um you mean in real life in real life? Yes. yes in real life yeah oh wow it was a ring of them it was a bunch of them he he was in that <laughs> drug ring yes he was in a drug ring yes ridiculous when i first joined twitter i followed him and he was doing some sort of like weird football college show Mm. like that was on some random cable network but i no, i didn't know that yeah he got caught up in that how did i miss that where was this information posted yeah. Um. Oh, it had been everywhere. It was a uh, Sam Jones. Sam Jones the third. The third. Because yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. The third. The third. Yes. Not to be confused with the second or the first. <laughs> yes, they were in jail for homicide. <laughs> oh. I just sold the pills. I didn't do it. Other <laughs> you know. Yeah. He. Yeah. He got um. And he got in trouble a while ago. And yeah, he wow. is. He's actually in. In. I think he's. He is in prison right now. Yes. He what? Is in prison. Yes. No. Conspiracy, 
drugs. It was a whole thing. I stopped following him on Twitter, so I wouldn't know that. Well, he's not well, he's Twittering, not Twittering much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can tweet from prison. And now I'm in my cell. <laughs> the door is potatoes and slop again for dinner. <laughs> oh, oh no, wow. the big man wants my biscuits again. <laughs> I am scared. <laughs> Frowny face. <laughs> the stitches are coming out today. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> That's not right. Happy face, happy face, happy face. That's not right. <laughs> Why hasn't my mom called me in a couple of weeks? <laughs> Where is my box with we sneakers? Should start, we should start a new hashtag, prison tweets. Yes. Prison <laughs> tweets. I'm down for that. Let's start that. We should totally do it. Mm-mm-mm. That is just sad. Sean, I, I, no one can apologize for Daryl, but I will. I'm so sorry that he's the way that he is. It's okay. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you trying to apologize on behalf of this fool, but he just, yeah. he, he is who he is, and there's nothing we can do about it, and we just have he to just, accept it. He ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my wife said. <laughs> I feel sorry for her. Mm-mm-mm. That's what my lawyer said. <laughs> yeah, okay. What happened with, with Sam Jones III was, like, back in 09, he was arrested as part of an alleged conspiracy to distribute 10,000... Oxy- waters. Will you shut up? Okay, <laughs> to, distri- to distribute 10,000 oxycodone tablets. If, con- wow. in, if convicted, faces up to 20 years in federal prison. That was in October 2009. And, I, and if I remember right, he went to jail. Yes, he was convicted. Yes, so uh, yeah, he he is uh, far and away. <laughs> there'll, there'll be no more wearing Henleys on Smallville for you, brother. Nope, you are done and done. Oh, Did you just it. say Henleys? Yes. Did you see that I tweeted that those are like my favorite shirts for no. men to wear? No, I did not. No. I tweeted that on Friday. <laughs> I said, if you show me a man wearing a Henley, I'll show you the man who impregnates me. Whoa! You shouldn't have told Daryl that he's gonna show up at your door with Henley shirts. He doesn't know where I live. Oh, yes, that is fourteen fourteen Riverside Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> the plane tickets in your bag, Daryl. Go. go. <laughs> oh my god. And, and, and Daryl will have on the tightest Henley shirt ever, <laughs> and cross-colored shorts, and oh, and a pair of chucks. You did not say cross colors. Yes, you I did. Be wearing Jabot jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Jabo jeans, mercy. <laughs> and he'll have his he'll have a Carl Kanai hoodie on too. Oh gosh, yes. Yep, he'll have on a Carl Kanai hoodie and some- a starter jacket. Cool yes, the starter jackets. Yes, cool D glasses and some Apex One socks. <laughs> oh yes. So can we just, I mean, did starter jackets totally just stop because everybody was getting killed or were they just not popular anymore? Or was it a combination? They, it, was a combi- it was a combination of things. Starter, like what happened was, was as soon as Starter lost their uh, NFL license and NBA license. Oh, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, when, when, when they started to lose those uh, licensing rights to have like pro teams on their stuff. That's uh-huh. when they really started to fall out of favor, and then they just tried to be just a sport clothing line company like Adidas and stuff uh-huh. like that, and they couldn't get in everywhere. 
And so when you just started seeing just starter clothing at like Walmart, not Walmart, at Walmart and Kmart, mm-hmm. and that was it, it was done. It, yeah. it was done. They, they're still around, but very, very quiet. But well, th- other companies were starting to buy. They were starting to make clothes and hire a lot of other uh, popular players to endorse just those clothes. Right. And then there was a period of time where also where athletes finally realized that they could make their own brands without a brand, without having to sign on with like a Reebok or Adidas. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, uh, see, like Shaq was a perfect example. Shaq originally had a contract with Reebok, made a ton of money. Then he realized that he could have his own clothing line and, own sh- and, own, and his own shoe line without Reebok and make even more money. And that's what he did. So... But um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. We we have scared Donnie. Donnie has not said a word in the last five minutes. I, I just started a a prison tweets hashtag. Cannot <laughs> <laughs> wait to go and look at those. Uh, I I got. They want to put me in the hole tonight. <laughs> and the big guy wants my biscuits. <laughs> you gotta do. You gotta do something about how you drop the soap. <laughs> Hold on, I'm coming. Hey. <laughs> Actually, you don't want to hear that in prison. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry, Sean. Candace I'm so said sorry. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is your hand to your forehead right now? It's been to my forehead for like the last 30 minutes. Okay. He's just sitting in the, the right hand, just shaking with a bottle of aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it is done and done. We should make a web series about a really nice gentleman who has a podcast and then this crazy guy who's always on his podcast and makes trouble. That could actually work. That character's based off of Daryl, if yes. you didn't know. Yes. What? Well, what's the hashtag you use, Donnie? What's, what's exactly the what hashtag is called Prison, Prison Tweets. tweets. Okay. And, and spell it correctly because if you don't, nobody will know what you're talking about there. I'm spelling it right. It's nobody wants. Nobody knows what prison teats are. People that do are still in prison, <laughs> and they like it. <sighs> Donnie, that's your friend. Yes, Donnie. Now that you're here, you have to claim him because we won't. <laughs> Oh my God! For the one person that will listen to this, I'm so sorry. I think even Alan will throw up his hands and be like, "WTF?" Yes, no, he's heard worse. He, he'll listen. He's heard worse. He'll listen. <laughs> I know he listens to us every week. Yeah, he's heard worse. He'd be all right. Does Alan not have anything better to do with his time? He does because he's always on the go when he's listening. He takes pictures of wherever he's at, so he's always what does doing Alan, something. What does Alan do? Like, what's his job? How does he I make money? He's a man of mystery. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> he's an international <laughs> man of mystery. <laughs> we just know he travels and, you know. He's not in that ecstasy ring, is he? No, no, no. He's not with Sam Jones selling oxycodone. <laughs> no, he's a free man. He's still a free man. We really don't know what he does for a living? No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he your friend? But he never told me what he does. What he does for like, what, What's for? Oh, I'm sorry. He's like ahead. he's like Tommy or Chandler Bing. Like his friends don't know what he does, but somehow he's still making a living. No, no. See the thing. The difference between you ain't got no job. <laughs> the difference. But the difference between um, Daryl 
and and our friend Alan is that we all know that Alan legitimately has a job as opposed to, as opposed to Daryl. Uh, you know, is this going to be Daryl tweets that he works at a library, but for a man that's supposed to be working at a library, a job that requires you to either be at a desk scanning <laughs> books or be walking around putting books away, he's able to tweet and Facebook every five minutes. Cause ain't no kids reading no more, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> they they let you work around children. No, I just make sure they get the books that they don't read. That's my job. Once again, that's y'all's friend. I don't know who this person is. I don't either. Uh, I I was promised things. Yes, and that's why what? I showed up. Yes. What were you promised? Yo, we don't know. Yeah, what we were you get promised? promised? Nothing. What? What? Hold on. Hey, you open the door now. You better let us in. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was promised a fun discussion on. The Empire Strikes Back and Undercovers, and what I got was just something unexplainable. Science <laughs> doesn't know what it is. No, there there are no determinations as to what this is. I, oh, I, Sean does lie. I didn't know he does. No, lie. no, Sean does not lie. You just ruined the show. Well, I. <laughs> this is a hot. This is this is a hot mess, but it is a hot. It, this should be the hot mess podcast. Yes, this is the hot mess podcast. I think I may have to just. I just for this one episode, this, just change the name to that. No, I'm just going to like the, the title of the episode would just be called Disclaimer. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. Wow. Dis- disclaimer. That's what I'm going to call this episode. That also sounds like a really bad action movie. Yes. <laughs> Cindy Crawford <laughs> in Disclaimer. Wow. I would watch that. I know you would. <laughs> oh, dude, we got somebody else doing prison tweets. We do, we do, we do. Yes. <laughs> It means 68 just he said I think I'll leave the soap just where it landed number of prison tweets awesome <laughs> and you know when this podcast airs it's either people are going to be like oh that podcast is so um, derivative derivative or they're going to think that we're from the future but acting in the yes. past yes <laughs> uh, so there's actually a group or there's actually a, a you can follow prison tweets. Oh, I, wow. There's a, there's a whole... I gotta check. I gotta click on this. <laughs> this might be something I want to be a part of. No, you don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> he has a pen pal. That would be the next... <laughs> <laughs> Fat Connecticut man goes missing. <laughs> nice. Oh, jeez. What a mess. What a fucking mess. Okay. All right. <laughs> When are you going to stop recording? Uh, right now, because we're at two hours and six minutes, and I'm going to be lucky to get 40 out of this. I think you should just edit it down to, like, three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, like, a three-minute episode, but then it'll have, like, two uh, like two hours and three minutes of, like, uh, of, of outtakes and behind the scenes. Yes. <laughs> They'll just be like, you know what? Sean just didn't give a fuck this week, did he? Yeah. Like, oh, Daryl is just out of control. I've never seen him so out of control. Neither have I. I. This is, I mean, I mean, I've seen him hijack shows before. I've seen him hijack yeah. stuff, but that's not true. But like, he is like taking it to new levels this week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, true. like, it was like, I mean, I, I, I have no words. I, I really don't. I honestly have no words to the level of hijacking. I mean, so you guys don't know how to do it. You don't know how to. You don't know how to get Daryl and harness all his power. And you, you know what? Wake him up early in the morning. What makes, still me re- groggy. makes me really sad is that Sean has to go back and listen to all of this. 
to find some tidbits. <laughs> yes, it's, it's going to be so difficult. Just It'll release it as is. Who gives a shit? No, I do. Let it go. I do. I, I do, man. I, I don't, you know me, man. Just I, put a disclaimer in the front of it. I, I'm going to have to. <laughs> you going to blame we, me anyway. So just, how do we go from the highest rated podcast to the lowest? <laughs> don't. What will make it worse is if it's even higher than the last one. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I would give up podcasting forever. <laughs> Because quality means nothing. It really doesn't if, if they like this stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So evil is rewarded. Thank you. I'm still put. I, I still love everybody who listens to this show, man. And I believe in this show. And I believe in you. <laughs> and I believe the children are our future. Yeah, Sean, next time, next time we just, we just need to podcast with you. <laughs> You, me, and Donnie. Because okay. Daryl, he just, he doesn't know how to behave. No, he, no, he doesn't. Under, I, I got know. mad when it got canceled because I wanted Major Dad to still have a job. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love Gerald McCraney. Mc, McCraney was like the, the cranky old man on the show. And Is I, Delta Burke, he's still with Delta Burke? Yeah, there's, I think they're still married. Mm. Simon and Simon! Oh, what? You know that's right. I remember when I went into the movies and saw the A-Team, and I turned around, I said, I said, said, that's fucking Major Dad. I actually started watching the A-Team for the first time uh, last night. I didn't finish it yet, but Uh, it's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. It's a good movie. It's fun. Keep watching it. Where would you leave off? Because I want to say something, but I don't want to, if I... I I stopped... just they just broke Murdoch out of the hospital. Oh, so you're in the beginning. Time. Oh, you got a while. I was ago. like, I was like 54 minutes in. They broke him out the second time. You know, oh, the second they, time. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. then, he, and then he flew the plane, and he like, as he was flying the the big plane, the, the wings of his plane were like beating up all those other fighter jets. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. So you're not up to the flying tank yet. No, yeah, I think that's where I stopped. I okay. stopped like in the middle of that. Okay. They flew a fucking tank. That was awesome. <laughs> and you know, I had reservations about Liam Neeson as um, Hannibal, but he's actually pretty decent. Yes, uh, he yeah, is. he put it in because a lot of his movies lately, he's been just kind of phoning it in. Yeah, well, like I, his, wife, his wife died. I'm, you yeah. know, he's probably still Battleship's dead. not real. It is real. I don't, I don't, you know, we're not talking about the Battleship movie. No, it's not. No. Are there like lots of big names attached to that? I can't. Yes. The day that Rihanna is a Navy SEAL. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I remember he was on the Graham Norton show and he was talking about how beautiful Rihanna was. And I was like, when was he around Rihanna? Mm. Wow. Okay. Who else is in that movie? Uh, Alexander Skarsgård is in it. What? Who uh, else? Taylor no, Kitch. he's not. Um, Taylor Kitsch is in it. Yeah, it's a battleship. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yo, <laughs> Donnie. That's <laughs> <laughs> reason number three not to get up tomorrow, Sean. What? I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you the honest truth. It's directed. Did you by- see that preview? Yes, I did. And it's awful. Liam Neeson is phoning it in oh, so bad. Yeah. He's like, I am an admiral, and you are lucky to be alive around my daughter. I don't see what she sees in you. Now go on these, these crazy. <laughs> war game type activities out there in the sea and go 20 kilometers to the left because there's a thing in the thing and fire all the guns. Okay, is my check cleared? I'm out of here. 
<laughs> so I guess I don't have to watch the trailer now. <laughs> no, if you, you, you wa- watch the trailer and get you some laughs. But no, Alexander Skarsgård, Liam Neeson, Taylor Kitsch, Rihanna, um, and also Peter McNichol as the Secretary of Defense. I love Peter McNichol. What is he doing in this movie? <laughs> Getting paid, sir. That's true. Yes, directed by Peter Berg. Of course. That is Alexander Skarsgård. Why is he doing this to himself? <laughs> Doesn't he know he's on True Blood? He was bored. He needed something to do. True Blood won't last forever. Nope. True Blood will last forever because the dude that's making that is already talking about, like, I think it's got renewed all the way up to season seven or eight already. Well, it ain't much to replace it because yeah. everything else got canceled. That's true. So they're Let's not see who else is in this piece of shit oh, can movie. We, can we talk about how they're remaking Red Dawn and I want to kill myself? Because that movie is perfect as it is. And oh, I just can't can't with Tom Cruise's son. Shut up. What? Tom Cruise's son is in Are that you movie. serious? That movie's been in the can for a while, actually. Yeah, it's been done. Yeah. They had it digitally go through and change all the all the flags and stuff on, on all the tanks. and Why? Because they're turning it. I think it was they were turning it from North or or Afghani to North Korean or vice versa or something like that. Oh, I thought it was always like Chinese. I thought they were against the Chinese or something. No, well, the original was the Russians. I know that. I'm just saying. All right, we get mad for. I'm just saying. I'm throwing it out there. I'm talking Holy about shit. how I'm upset that it's like yeah. killing my childhood, and you're like, well, you know, in the original, like, I wouldn't know that. Holy shit. Wow, she turned on you now. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm just saying. Me. Don't insult my intelligence when it comes to stuff that I love. That's all I'm God saying. damn. Woo. I'm used to it, Donnie. You all right? it off. <laughs> all right. Uh, just pretend she yelled at me, Donnie. Just pretend she yelled at me. It's okay. We, we all pretend that we yell at you, dude. I didn't really yell. I was just forcefully speaking. Yes. And okay. I'm spent. I okay. can't wait for Candyland. I stop. Okay. There's shoots and ladders. Sorry. Every Sorry, the game. World where there's ladders and shoots. <laughs> shoots and ladders. Uh, they should do Sorry, the live action game. Yes. <laughs> Trouble. Be, be nothing but Daryl's face. <laughs> oh. Wow. Had to end on a good insult. Yeah. I guess it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> All right, let me stop this real quick. Please. Okay. What? Hey everybody, this is Sean. I just want to take a moment out to apologize for this week's episode. I know it's not up to the standard stuff you're used to, but I still wanted to get it out there because this episode did happen and Candace Flem from Awkward Embraces did take the time out to be a part of it. And so I wanted to make sure that it got out there for, for her to listen to, for you to listen to, for everyone to listen to. Just to let you know that yeah, not every episode is going to be perfect, but um, I had to get that one out there. And, and don't be mad at Daryl. Me and Daryl are cool. We already talked everything through. We cool. Everything's all right. But he was tripping that day. Please believe. I don't know what 
Patty LaBelle diva tape he was watching before he came onto the show, but he was in straight diva mode that day. But we're cool. Don't worry about it. Ain't no need to send out no hate mail or anything like that. We all right. We cool. So that's dipped in the butt. in the past. But um, on another note, um, while putting this episode together, it was brought to my attention that one of my favorite uh, MCs and entertainers and actors, um, Heavy D, passed away. So... You know, I'm kind of taken aback by this because, like, he's, like, one of my favorites. He's, like, I, that was, like, the first hip-hop tape I ever bought was a Heavy D tape. It was Heavy D and the Boys' a Big Time album. And it had a lot of Teddy Riley production on it. And so, like, the worlds of R&B and hip-hop kind of, like, merged. But it, it wasn't to that um, extreme as you hear on radio nowadays where, you, where a lot of people can't tell the difference between hip-hop and R&B. Whereas with Heavy D, it was hip-hop with R&B elements and sometimes dance and even sometimes a go-go sound from his earlier works. And to me, he was one of a kind. You know, he's a big dude that can move around. He could dance. He could rhyme. He could act. You know, he could do all. He could just do it all. And as a kid, he's one of those dudes I looked up to. He's one of them positive cats. Because there, yeah, there are plenty. There are positive people in hip hop. You wouldn't know that now. The way hip hop is marketed, advertised, and stuff like that. Because heavy came from an area where marketing and all this stuff was brand new. Because big wigs didn't think hip hop could make money. And then they finally realized it could and everything changed. But he is, to this day, one of my favorite artists ever. And he actually just got back into hip-hop after taking like a good period of time away from it. And he dropped a new album called Love Opus last month. If you got Spotify, take a listen to it. If you got iTunes or whatever you do to listen to your music, take a listen to it because it's really good. And it, it's like it's grown folks hip-hop. And it's a great album. So I encourage everybody to check that out. It's called Love Opus. But he hadn't, you know, hadn't been recording for a while. And he was about to come back, start touring, do all types of stuff. He actually just showed up in an episode of Law and Order a while back, a Law and Order Special Victims Unit. So he's always maintained a busy spot. He even had a cameo in uh, Tower Heist, if memory serves me right. So, you know, I'm hurt that he's gone because he's young. He's forty four years old. He should be around. He should still be here. And, you know, it's kind of hard for me to, you know, it's personally, it's hard for me to deal with. You know, I don't get all super sad and tore up when, when like, you know, when celebrities pass away and stuff like that. But the ones that are like really close to you as far as from, you know, what you grew up with you and, and sometimes, you know, who you even may have inspired, you know, aspired to be, you know, that kind of, it takes something with you. So, you know, I want to give deepest condolences to uh, Heavy D's family. And um, he will be missed. Hip-hop's going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. Um, his fans and friends and family will miss him as well. And, you know, I, I find it it's sad that, you know, when things like this happen, it's only then we, you know, we begin to reminisce and, and talk about all the good things that people have done. No matter what it is, whether it be entertainment, whether it be a close personal friend of yours, whatever, whoever, whomever, you know, we don't start talking about these folks until they're gone. I say we continue to talk. We, you know, we talk about them before they go. We talk about them after they go. We talk, you know, we just talk. We should just talk about them, period, and not forget about them. And sometimes it's hard to do because we are caught up in a world where we are on the run every single day. So I know it gets hard sometimes, but like, let's get to that point where we're not always just talking about these people after they're gone and celebrating them after they leave, you know, this earth. You know, let's start talking about them before all that. 
let's remember because like dudes were like one to me he's one of like my early founders of hip-hop so so there you have it but rest in peace to heavy d and we're gonna close out with one of my favorite heavy d songs of all time from the nothing but love album got me waiting peace Thinking you want me. Hey, yo. Got me waiting.